Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 163 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast. Lots of news tonight. There was a small video gaming convention that was held, not physically, but digitally, last week. And we have all your greatest uh, news, or not-so-greatest news, from that entire show, uh, including the Jeff Keighley Show featuring Weezer. Thank you, Brant, for building the news, as always. The amazing Xbox and Bethesda presentation, plus Game Pass announcements. Brand put amazing in there. Are we going to find out why? Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Uh, Ubisoft, Square, Capcom, I guess we'll have their updates, and top-tier Nintendo announcements. So this is all E3. Was there any news in the industry outside of E3 this past week? Uh, there was something from today about, what is it, the PS3 and original, uh, original 360. Yeah, the Grand Theft Auto servers, Grand Max Theft Auto PS5. Online servers. Max Payne 3, LA Noir. Yep. Press exit out. Those are going down later did it. this you year. You mentioned that last week, didn't you? You did it to it. The kiss of death from Cesar. Oh, I'm Richard Bergman. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. <laughs> I'm also joined by uh, my comrades in arms, uh, Brant McKee. Scouring the internet to bring you all of this great news. And news correspondent. on this podcast. He's and our news correspondent. He is definitely our news correspondent. Uh, our production co-assistant with uh, questionable content facing us on that shelf back there, Cesar Concepcion the second. Welcome, Cesar. Hello. I'm always having questionable content at every nook and cranny. So that's why you're here. That is the that is the niche that you fill on the No Podcast. You bring the questionable content <laughs> that we normally would have somehow uh, missed out on. You bring it to the forefront. So we appreciate your service. No worries. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Uh, we're indebted to your, your abilities and your your additions to the industry in the podcast. Yes. So what I'm here this for was... um, is just me shaking my own hands as I get my own Cessor Award later this year. Uh, yep. We've already nominated you. I think we've mentioned this. We've nominated you for a Cessor Award. Uh... It's just us in a room. We're just all shaking each other's hands. I'm like, Cessor, 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 Cessor. Cessor. <laughs> so, so start of the year. So start of the year. So start of last year. So start of the decade. <laughs> the joke never dies. The all-time Cesar Award. All-time Cesar. Yeah. Cesar Lifetime <laughs> Achievement Award. World premiere Cesar. Cesar oh. exclusive. Legion of War premiere. <laughs> All right, let's jump straight into this news. We got a shit ton. Yeah. Oh, the Jeff Keighley Show, the Summer Game Fest 2021. This was Friday, it feels like, or Saturday. Friday. Uh, this news comes from IGN. Yeah, skip that first story. We'll get to that later. That was the big one. They ended with that, didn't they? Yeah, they ended with that, but then the rest of it's in order. All right, I kind of want to just skim through we this. Can, and then we, we can jump through, yeah. Yeah, but... and let's bounce back and see if there was anything crazy. But if this is not your first time... Let's get the dart dartboard and we'll just throw it and figure it out as we go. Uh, sure. Metal Slug Tactics. Metal Slug Tactics. <laughs> there we go. That was the thing that was announced. <laughs> uh, Metal Slug Tactics was revealed. Looks to be a strategic take on the long-running franchise. Uh, before that, we had Tiny Tina's Wonderlands arrives in early 2022 from Borderlands developer. Uh, it's it's going to be a standalone game. Yeah, it's not, it's not Borderlands, but it is Borderlands. Standalone game in the Borderlands universe. Uh, Death Stranding Director's Cut coming to PS5. What's a Jeff Keighley show without a Kojima appearance, right? Mm-hmm. And did y'all see that trailer with the fucking Metal Gear box and the oranges yeah. and shit? What, what's up what with that? What was that? that? It's mm-hmm. like 
weird references. I know they didn't talk about it on here, but you know, um, what was that that Blue Studios, the Blue Box Studios, or whatever they yeah. call, where they got that theory that is a uh, Kojima also. Kojima fucking even, with everybody. Even Blue though Box. he, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he says uh, they said they have nothing to do with it, but somebody found out that the, the studio was created the day after PT came out in the same year. It's like they're seeing all these weird stuff all on the on the internet. It's like the the studio doesn't have a website yet. Too many connections. Right? It's like it's coming soon. But uh, apparently their game is supposed to get a um, we'll get a preview in a week from today from Sony. So it has a name, doesn't it? What was the name of that thing? Uh, I don't know. They just came out with a tweet that the game starts with an S and ends with an L. Yeah. <laughs> and then they came out and apologized. They're like, we're not associated, you know, affiliated <laughs> with uh, with Konami. Konami owns Silent Hill. We didn't mean to lead people on and make it seem like we were announcing Silent Hill and like. Uh, what do you think was going to happen? I love Twitter, man. Somebody's on there's like, what are you doing? Somebody's on there's like, what are you doing? Is this it or not? Because you guys are, I don't know what you guys are doing. Somebody was on Twitter saying, <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> it could be, could be Skater XXL, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, what was, I don't remember what it was called. It was like Abandoned or something like that. What was, what was that? Yeah, was yeah. Abandoned. Yeah. It's yeah. the working title. All right. Uh, Jeff Goldblum helped reveal Jurassic World Evolution 2. This was a very popular title. It, it ended up coming out for everything. I think PC, Xbox, PS4, Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one is also coming to next-gen consoles or current-gen consoles, as Cesar would put it. Uh, Korean MMO Lost Ark headed to the West, fall 2021. Sable got a release date of September 23rd. That demo is up now on Xbox. Among Us is going to add hide-and-seek mode and more. Salt and Sacrifice was announced for 2022, featuring online co-op for PS4 and PS5. Uh, Two Point Campus officially announced, even though that had been leaked, feels like a couple weeks ago. That's also 2022. Somebody else want to jump in with this list? This is actually yeah. a very good list. Grant, I, thank I you feel, for finding this. I, I feel, oh, I feel like that's the problem with with nowadays is nothing stays secret because a lot of this stuff it had either been rumored or leaked in some yeah. aspect. And I so. think we're, we're going to get to that, but I think that's what was so exciting about the Nintendo show is that everything was yeah. so random and it had that same. Those aren't like heavy hitters for me, but the fact that it was just a surprise and it was fun to see these things get announced and come out of nowhere that that it still felt like it had that spark to it. That Nintendo <laughs> show was like a hundred percent Game Boy Advance show. All right, uh, it was, from- it was, it truly was. That's a good, that's a good analogy. Uh, and the back to this uh, showcase, uh, Escape from Terracova takes the battle to a uh, new arena. Um, I don't remember what they said that was coming out on. It doesn't streets, listed on here. Streets seems to be the big gameplay change there. Yeah. But every time I've seen somebody stream that, they're in a street, they're in an apartment building, so I don't know. I've never played Escape from Tarkov. Me it looks like something might be our jam. It was interesting looking. We'll see what happens. I'm sure it'll come on something. It might be a Game Pass title. We might play it on that. Yeah. Uh, Stranger Things and Smite are doing a collaboration to land his own uh, Smite. <laughs> and Stranger uh, Things, right? <laughs> It was also, in Stranger Things, it was also built in Atlanta uh, okay. until the last season. I think it was in Arizona after that. Okay. Um, Left 4 Dead style co op shooter, the Anacross, was officially announced. <laughs> the Anarchist. And I, I'm the Antichrist. I put the Anacross. <laughs> I don't know where we're getting any, any of those things. The Anarchist. But, um, this, did, did, did y'all watch this? Did you guys see the, the trailer for this? Yes, we, it's, uh, it's in the space station, it's very Left 4 Dead y. It uh, it is very Left 4 Dead to me. It didn't. It, I don't know if it's very early build or something. It didn't look very polished at this point. 
there was a lot of Left 4 Dead as games. Is that type of gameplay making a comeback? You think? It's still popular. Yeah, not a bad model to follow. Yep, yeah, here we go. Um, Kosh... <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna call them Kosh Media, not not Cock Media, like they're supposed to be called. Reveals a <laughs> uh, new publishing. Cock Media. Cock Media reveals a new publishing label, Prime Matter, which they announced like a whole shit ton of stuff. I think their big thing was a new painkiller game. Uh, they announced like what tw- twelve titles uh, under that Prime Matter. Yeah. Um, the Bubsy was not one of them. I'm just buying time. Uh, one of them was a uh, Day Day Three, uh, Crossfire Legion, uh, King's Bounty Two, uh, Last Orcra Orcra, uh, whatever it was, Encased, uh, Gungrave Gore, uh, which is based off the anime. I'll play that. Uh, the Chant, uh, Code Name Final Form, which is also came from an anime. Probably this is not my Final Form. Uh, Dolman. Uh, Project Echoes of the End, and yep, and they finished it off with Painkiller with uh, no gameplay at, at all on that one. I think it was just uh, like we're making another Painkiller. Yeah, but they didn't show anything uh, other than a few snippets for Payday Three, which is probably the other big th- uh, big name thing from them. Um, the good old Vaporware Vampire: The Masquerade was uh, the Blood Hunt was announced, and it's a Vampire Battle Royale, uh, which is a Vaporware. I guess it's just a battle <laughs> Battle Royale style game. Um, then we got a new tra- uh, Tales of Arise trailer. Um, All right, what'd you think, Resident Tales fan? Looks really good. I like how they <laughs> I like how they paired them off, and they all have different abilities. It's, uh, it looks really, really interesting. It looks very different because uh, the guy who's running the Tales show since uh, Hideo left is uh, the guy who did the, um, the is, did Monster Hunter. He's running Tales now, so it's going to be interesting to see how different it's going to play. It should be, it should play very differently. Is that uh, a change that you're because as I feel like we've been we've the three of us have been playing games for a long time, right? We want a new Metroid. We want a new Metroid. If we never got a new Metroid, there's all these great Metroid games. And I feel like, you know, if you don't evolve and you don't try something new, you know, where's that series going to go? And and if it takes if it takes chances and it takes steps like this, like you're having, Cesar, if it's a huge misstep and they end up going back to old tales or they stick with this, are you? You know, is Tales tarnished in your mind? Are you still content knowing that you have like 30 years of great Tales games and that sort of thing? Is I think it's as long running as some of these series are. That you know, I thought about this when when people were paying in Breath of the Wild and it's like it doesn't have dungeons, it doesn't have this, it doesn't have that. And I'm like, I know people want that, but you could also go play Twilight Princess and run through those dungeons, and you know, Skyward Sword is coming back and that has the dungeon. So it's just. It's one of those things that I think about as we've been around and been monitoring these franchises as they go. And I know you're a huge Tales fan across multiple generations and multiple platforms. You know, when they take a gamble like this, is this something that you look forward to them exploring? Or, you know, are you safe knowing, hey, there's great Tales titles that I can always go back to if this isn't for me, that sort of thing? Uh, It doesn't really matter to me. I mean, like you said, I have different ways of playing Tales games, uh, multiple consoles, but I'm more, it's more akin to what I always see people who always bring, are very vocal, like Breath of the Wild, or not fans, or who prefer the old Tales games, who can't afford multiple consoles, who don't have the space, who doesn't have family members who would support that type of hobby. I got a lot of those people at work, you know, they're like, all right, move on. I I don't think about that. You have people who are like, all right, I'm done with PS4. I'm trading that in. I'm going to PS5 and what? That's a backwards compatible console, so mm-hmm. it's not a great example. But I, I know what you mean as far as that goes. They don't have access to to the older uh, ones immediately. My coworker was destroyed. There was no Zelda collection. You know, he doesn't. All he has is a Switch now. That's all. That's all he has. I mean, if he could, he had room or you know other things he can he can support. He, he's got like 
five kids. He's, he can't support buying multiple consoles and games. Yep. So he's like, he, he's like, he's he's left out. It's like I'm not gonna go back and buy the old stuff and try to play old Zelda games. He's like, it's, it's too much work. It's easier for him to just get ported to a new console. So yeah, we, I mean, we, we always do mention that. Like this necessarily, they that may not be for us. I have four different ways to play Ocarina of Time, but I would have loved to have this on this new for for those type situations. Mm-hmm. You know, for for people to be able to play those. So that's a, that's a good example so, of that. To to answer your question, I mean, I I'm okay with the experimentation, but you know, I can go back and play the old games. But for those other people who are still clamoring for ports for other Tales games, it's like they're just left in the dark on that. And you know, some people yep. don't like the new stuff; they want the old stuff, and they don't have means to do it. So it's unfortunate. But, I do hear those people say that all the time. So, but we do applaud efforts. Like we got the uh, Tales of Vesperia, we got that remaster. So as long as they keep bringing that stuff forward, mm-hmm. and a lot of the big companies and big franchises have been doing a good job of doing that. So I think, think I think we had a chat in the text before about like that Final Fantasy collection. We'll talk about later. I got announced for PC. Like that's why. I mean, do I need to buy that stuff? There's a million different ways it's we true. can play, but I, I still support it because I have friends who need new ways of playing stuff. So I, I'll I'll pay those dollar bills so I can get that company show that i'm interested in stuff like that plus i like those games anyway so yep you're right but outside of that um yeah that's my take on tales it looks really good um i didn't really pay too much attention to it kind of glanced at a little bit and just looked at it back and forth i want to be more surprised about it than anything else right so it's supposed to be a new direction uh i think the team is made from veterans from the tell series and uh some veterans from monster hunter and some new people in there so it's they're trying to keep the spirit of tells i think that's what um the uh, the new uh director saying but you know expand it um what is uh i'm not a huge tales person what is the spirit of tales what gives you essential uh like you know chocobos airships that sort of thing like what gives um, you that i mean there's nothing like that that's a uh, precursor like that. So I think it's always been the storytelling, and then uh, the battle system has always been fun to go against. So the battle system was always a two D type playing ish, and it's very yep. simplistic and like left to so, right or right to left, that sort of thing. And it's usually uh, a magic button and attack button, and that's it. And you can what else different. do you need? Yeah, and we should have stuck with we should have stuck with the NES controller. We had both of those. And then the magic button, you can map di- additional attacks to the you know directional pad for different spells. So I mean, there's different ways of doing it. Uh, so that game company, uh, Sky Children of Light, is launching on Switch uh, this month. Uh, Lee Petit Prince is arriving in July. Um, then we had Overwatch 2's game director show off uh, Baptiste and Sombra's new look. Planet of Lana is a beautiful off-Earth odyssey. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2, uh, they gave us a an additional reveal trailer. Um, I, we don't have the Capcom show in here, do we? That looked... Good. A little bit. Uh, yeah, we there, did. There's a little Capcom. That looked good. I don't know if I will play that, but... It, we we, we saw went, a lot of Dragon... Um, our Monster Hunter stories. Yeah. It's it's going to be a heavy the, hitter for them. I played the original on uh, 3DS. Um, this one seems... This one's like... It's like... It, this one looks it's more your like Breath of Fire, Fire game. 6. Yeah, that's what it feels mm-hmm. like. It feels like this Breath one was more... More of a, real, a fully realized... This, this is what Breath of Fire would lo- usually play like. And it's got that... <laughs> I still it, think about that as heartbreaking to me. <laughs> all right, I, brother I, I, fire. That's good. Um, I do the character designs and all that does remind me a lot about Xenoblade. I get that Xenoblade feel with those characters, so designs and everything, and how that world looks a little bit. So we'll see. Um, this that one's coming on what um Switch and PC day and date in July, and I think and was it in a couple months or in a few months? I know Monster Hunter, the one that came out on the Switch, that one's coming out also on PC. So yeah, uh, pretty soon. Yeah. 
Um, Endless Dungeon gameplay revealed. Um, then you had the Near Automata's 2B announced for Fall Guys. That's an uh, interesting, an interesting pick for Fall Guys, but let's go. 2B is popular, so you know, go into it. The popularity seems to be for a certain <laughs> reason. So the Fall Guys yeah. selection seems interesting to me, but hey, Near's out there. I never it's, thought, you know, ten years ago, Near would be this force that it is. 2B is a you could look at it superficially, but 2B is a pretty deep character when you play the game. Yeah. Um, but I, that's why, me personally, I think that's why she's popular. There's a couple people out there who um, go for other things. Uh, Call of Duty Zombies creator announces Deviation Games, and they're doing a partnership with PlayStation. Uh, I think that, was a, they, that was a big deal. I think they went into more detail on the PlayStation blog where yeah. he went into and said that they were getting full access, like they're a first-party studio. Um, I think... A lot of people pointed out Sony's never done this before, where they never, you know, partnered up with these local studios and given them first party assets because they don't own the studios. And who knows what's going to happen with the IP if they have a piece of the IP or not. Yeah. But I seen like this. I guess this is an experiment that they're doing versus buying studios because yeah. I, I don't like Sony buying studios because we see what happens when Sony buys studios. They, yeah. they don't perform, they close. So I guess this is a, their idea yeah. they can grow studios and then get something out of it without having to fully invest in them. And then they're like, well, you guys are not doing anything, so we're just going to close you. If they don't fully own them, they can probably just go do their own thing somewhere else. So we'll see or if maybe, it pays or off. Or maybe take that IP. If that IP didn't take off on PlayStation, maybe get that to, to Xbox or PC or, or Switch or somewhere where it might be a little better off. This is, a, what, second studio? I think they made this deal. The uh, first one was a AAA multiplayer game, and this is a, this is the second one. It looks like it, right, I believe. Have we gotten that AAA? Have we gotten that other game yet, or is that still... Uh, they they made the same exact announcement I think a couple months ago with this other studio I forgot what it was they were just going to do a multiplayer game where they're doing the exact same deal where they were not part of Sony but they're getting all the Sony assets like a first party studio would be so to make their game so I think this is the second partnership they did. and they haven't done this before this is new so we'll see it's interesting so not, so not even really second party not even really like a rare or somebody like that from Nintendo oh, back in the day but like a like a 1.5 or something this is the third studio the other one was a Jade Raymond studio that was the second one. That's right. Yeah, this is the third studio. So that's right. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I guess this is, this is their way of getting new IPs on there. Because, uh, <clears throat> and then we had uh, Far Cry Six is uh, Gina Carlo Esposito. Uh, he discussed his character Anton Castillo uh, on the island of Yara for the additions for Far Cry, the Far Cry series, which uh, looks we, like Cuba. It's not. It's Cuba and everything but name. Yes, Cuba. Yeah. They could have been uh, put a Y in there called Yuba and it would have been funnier. But uh, <laughs> like, oh, we know what you're doing here. Uh, Gearbox is publishing in Norse Fells uh, Tribes of Midgard, and they get a release date for July 27th, and that'll be releasing on PS5, PS4, and Steam. Uh, Evil Dead, the game, showcases new gameplay. Uh, narrowed by Ash Williams, uh, Bruce Campbell himself. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of Back for Blood this weekend. There was a Got lot. Got a new trailer. And it showed off a, a new horrifying enemy. Uh, then they uh, ended the show on uh, the Elden Ring stuff. The Elden stuff Ring. Talking about the Elden Rings. The Rings of Elden Ring. They blew everyone's mind with Elden Ring. And it even threw a release date on there. Yeah, I know. January 21st, 2022. Then they came out and they said there would be next-gen versions of those games. PS5 and series. So, Which wasn't before. 
uh, which sucks for them because I bought the PS4 one on that weird buy two get one free on Amazon like three years ago when it was announced. So it's been sitting <laughs> in my uh, open orders. I'll, <clears throat> I will hold on to that one because I think it's like $26 is what I'm paying for that one, which Dang. I think we get the free upgrade. Yeah. Not bad. I will roll with that. Uh, that concludes, uh, as uh, Richard puts on there, the Summer of the Keeleys. He always put. He always gets uh, good deals and good exclusives, and that show is always entertaining. And then he was still on the E3 stream. <laughs> when does he just take it? When does he just get it from ESA and it's just the Keeleys during the summer? I summer guess, of Keeley. I guess at some point it's like you said, you made a comment on that. I don't know where. Uh, maybe you know, off stream or probably like that. Um, where you know, at some point, I guess if it's up for sale, I mean, you have enough money, you take it and buy it. You know. He Make may get own. to the point, though, where his game awards and he has more of that market share. I mean, E3 is still a name, but it's getting to be even further from what it initially was that we all learned it as a name. So, And maybe, like you're saying, the ESA offers it to him. <laughs> that just becomes the thing. Get out the game, you know, if, it, if they're burning too much money. I mean... We can, before we start on the whole E3 conference thing, we can all admit to that this year's E3 was very underwhelming, and we knew it would be because yeah. uh, you know COVID had hit last year. Um, yep, everything that was shown off was either super early or they went into deeper details and developers. Was, we didn't see much of gameplay, which is fine. It's cool. Our, uh, a lot of it's you know stuff that's been announced previously before that like the Capcom show was like they were strictly just went over what was coming out in the yeah. in the next couple of months. I mean they, I think they came back and clarified that they were making some DLC for Village. I think, but there was like that was like the only announcement they had. Yeah, it was like super early. They didn't have anything planned. There was like no roadmap or nothing. They're just like hey we're gonna do it at some point. So this is and, the COVID E uh, three. Yep, somebody had did a uh, their prayer and camera uh, candle circle and Twitter. Uh, and they put uh, Advance Wars and Golden Sun in the middle of it, and they worked. And they were pleased when it came back. They're like, the, the prayer circle worked. It's like, I should have fucking did with Dino Crisis, is what he said. So <laughs> I should have done with Dino Crisis. He just begged for oh, Dino man. Crisis. Like, I need to do the prayer circle for Dino Crisis. <laughs> All right. Uh, Microsoft was Sunday. This is the one we tried to stream over. Uh, Brant, do you want to get us started on this one? Yeah, this this right here is the heavy hitter. So, so you were really okay. Let, all right, let's go. We didn't do these hot takes. Well, I kind of did with the Nintendo one, but so, uh, Brant, you were pretty pleased with the Xbox show, yeah. I think, okay, and you don't yeah. have a series console, right? Did this get you go in that direction? Let me, uh, let me clarify this because I okay. did not message you or show you guys anything before the podcast because I wanted to do this as a bit for the podcast. Oh, here we go. We have this a new show, member of the family. This show was so damn good. Oh, my I went God. Today, I went today and got one. <laughs> That's why Series... you were updating Master Chief Collection. I was like, what yes. are you doing? <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> First disc base game, I popped into the console and got everything going on it because, awesome. I mean, I might as well play, try and play with you at some point. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, <laughs> excellent, sir. Now, wow, this been, th- it did its job. On, uh, I'm only waiting on these two jokers right here to get a series small like me. Join me, series small full set. Join me, full set. <laughs> so here's here's the story. I asked uh, Katie to go to GameStop today to uh-huh. to try and pick one up, and I said, you know, if if there's a huge line outside of the GameStop over here, don't uh, d- don't worry about it. Right, right. She went this morning. She said there was a huge line. Huge line. So, during my lunch break, 
Um, cause part of the other reason while she was out, um, my son wants garage builder. Oh, and they were going to do that. And then they stopped in the Walmart. Walmart didn't have it. And right. of course they weren't going to go to GameStop. So they did some other shopping and then went home and I figured on my lunch break, I'd go into, um, the game, the local GameStop around the corner from where we work. Oh, I like that store. So I go in there. And I ask, hey, you know, do, is Garage Builder here? Guy goes, no, actually, I'm sold out. Um, I get a, I get wow. a shipment the end of this week. Uh, sold out a Garage Builder. Yeah, he wow. said I should, I should have more coming. He goes, I can list, print you off a list of some other local stores, um, but they all have low stock right now, so I can't, you know, verify how many. And I just noticed right behind him. He's got all this Xbox stuff set up behind him. And, I mean, seemingly two two consoles, both S and X, sitting behind him, yeah. as well as uh, three different variants of controllers. I go, do, do you have the Xbox Series consoles in stock? He goes, yeah. So you've got to be kidding me. I said, this this morning, uh, down where I live, there was, a, there was a huge line. Awesome. He said, oh, I had, like, two people sitting out front this morning. He goes, I... Wow. I I think he said I got a, like twelve or eleven consoles in. He goes, I, uh-huh. I still I still have them. So I said, all right, bring me up. So I Excellent. got one. Excellent. Did you do the ultimate for the three months for a dollar? Did you get started on ultimate? Uh, I, I hadn't pulled. I haven't pulled the trigger. I think I'm going to. Yeah, especially, especially with. Oh, and we're going to talk about this pretty much. Okay. Everything. Uh, a majority of the things shown in this um, presentation are going to be on Xbox first and will uh, an overwhelming number of these will be uh, game pass day one. <laughs> we were, we were almost going to make it a drinking game. Uh, Cesar was like, these all got to be game pass, right? Everything we see is going to be game pass. And then there was one title, like 45 minutes in that, that didn't Diablo, say, I think it was Diablo, yeah. it was Diablo. Diablo. Yeah, Diablo two. I was like, oh my God, that's the first thing we've seen that doesn't have Game Pass attached to it. So they're they're leaning that way and they got you. They got Brent. They, yep. they got this they this show was the show was that good. Cool. I, I cool. know I joked I joked about, you know, if they threw a um Xbox 360 th- theme on there that br- br- brought back the blades and all that, I would I would jump in immediately. But no, this 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 show got me immediately. Awesome. I'm digging the enthusiasm, man. Okay, all right, get us started. So, get us started yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump Xbox into this. Show. So, first they they led off with their uh, newly acquired um, Bethesda. Uh, they opened the show with Starfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got hey, it's is that a date. Yeah, it, it it they they got a new trailer, um, covered you know some details and things, and then said that it's going to be um, a, a series console and PC exclusive. It's going to um, November. It's coming out November 11th, 2022. Um, you know, some people had speculated because I think when they first announced Starfield, they said it might. It was you know PlayStation or just coming. You know, they're working on it, so people right. were wondering after this whole deal if it was going to be exclusive or what. But now we know. This is the definitive. This Xbox is the definitive. Yep. Uh, then they came uh, out here's next. The, here's the thing. I'm gonna let you keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Hopefully, when that you know that exclusive deal, which is why you want to do this to sell consoles and get people on Game Pass and such. Hopefully, they're readily I think, available. 
I mean, you walking in, yeah, like you, you yeah. know, but today was, today was rare. That was an exclusion. Yeah. You're not always able to walk into a store and walk out with an Xbox. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully that hey. pays off down the road and they're able to have these in stores. Yeah. GameStop announced, uh, and I even, I even think during the show, Microsoft said, you know, we're, we're working really hard mm-hmm. to get these, get these out. Yeah. So. And this is this applies to both of them. I want PlayStations to be available for everybody, so there's not scalpers selling them for eight hundred bucks and stupid shit. Well, sh- you even said that you came across some S's in a in a Walmart out in the wild. Yep. So I did see them. They're out there. They're getting them into the stores. So you just gotta you just gotta be patient. I saw four and one day and zero lucky. the next day because I had yeah. to go back there. Uh, then they came out with uh, a trailer for Stalker Two: Heart of Chernobyl. This Again, looked looked like it's going to be a great game. I think this is when Cesar and I got on the stream because uh, I missed the whole Starfield stuff. How did Starfield look? Pretty good. Yeah, I'm I'm cold on that one just because it's so far off and it's always seemed like something it's, that was so far off. I mean, it's it's. I don't know if it's a day one, but it will it be does. for you with Game Pass. Yeah, it's day one. <laughs> I was about to say if it's day Game Pass. Yeah, it is. But uh, it looks. I mean, it doesn't look bad. So, um, let's see. This is this is a or this is uh, described as uh, it focuses on a group of men in, uh, increasingly oppressed with the zone, and mutated and paranormal creatures that can be found within it. Uh, and they talk about how the the lighting effects were featured prominently. Um, this is also a coming first to Xbox and PC, uh, April of next year, 2022. That's Stalker 2. Stalker's a PC franchise, right? Did that first one ever come out on any consoles? No. I, I don't That's, think so. The studio was pretty big. It was, it's, They had gotten big, kind of like a Half-Life big, where they were doing ah. like all these bunch of different uh, expansion packs. Yeah. And then they tried to make two, and then it just they kind of like fell apart. I mean, two's been announced, like, it's been, been cooking for years. Like, Vaporware. So I want to say it's been almost two generations back. I think now they're finally getting to the point where they had a... I think some other studio came back, like, the veterans from the, that studio came to build a new studio and bought the IP or something like that, because I think that original studio fell apart, if I remember correctly. It's been a while. Okay. There was a lot of drama with it at the time, because Stalker got so big. So it's kind of a miracle that we're even to this point on it, right? Uh, I imagine that uh, Microsoft helped them a lot, funding-wise. That's part of why this game's getting made, so... Yep, good deal. Um, then we got, of course, some more Back for Blood. Um, Which news. still looks amazing. Can't wait. Um, then there was a brand new uh, game from Avalanche Studios called Contraband that was just more of an announcement trailer, like a little cinematic thing that kind of ran through. Not much to go off of. No, the most impressive thing in that whole trailer was that they pulled out the Microsoft logo from the 70s. They did. <laughs> yeah like, like 80s not 70s but the 80s excuse me like the old yeah. ass microsoft logo so yep. uh then they showed off a little bit more of battlefield 2042 actual uh, gameplay battlefield is good as shit battlefield yes. looks really good it, it does look really good i'm still disappointed there's no single player but no campaign i'm, I'm I'm overwhelmed at the the weather effects, the tornado. I just I was uh, talking with somebody else today, and they were saying, yeah, one of the one of the uh, maps is supposed to have like this volcano that can erupt during the <laughs> during the conflict. I'm like, this is just insane. Yeah, 
a uh, friend of the show, Jeremy, said nothing says a battlefield game like a tornado that will kill you. <laughs> B- battle tornado. Uh, I kept looking. I just I was looking for sharks to fly in that tornado. That's all I kept about. <laughs> there's got to be stuff in here. It's got to be DLC. It's got to be. Uh, yeah, it's got. They have to do it. There has to be one where they just they just go with it. It's like. Oh, and then on top of that, a uh, friend of the show, Jeremy, also reminded me that 2042 is the year I can retire. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my retirement battlefield. <laughs> oh. <laughs> always always there for the reminders. Oh. Next in the show, they showed off uh, 12 Minutes, uh, which is this... Uh, it's like an indie studio. It's based on time living. This, this is, was impressive. This was impressive. This, yeah, this is the one that's got some big names in it uh, tied to it uh, with the likes of James McAvoy, <laughs> Daisy Ridley, and Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Starring as Agent 47, says yeah. our call. <laughs> he did look a lot like Agent 47. And he's like, every clip, he's like wrapping up bodies and moving them around. <laughs> it says our said Agent 47. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm laughing because it looks like him. And then he's like, he's always picking up these bodies and moving them around. I'm like, damn. Oh, but it's like a top-down storytelling game, right? It looks, yeah. Oh, it just looks so I mean, good. We made comments like there was a couch in there. It's like no TVs, like a couch facing the dining room table. I'm yeah. like, why, why is the couch facing the dining room table? It could face literally anything else, but it's facing the dining room table. Watch people eat. Yep, they have no TV. You, you, you guys, our guests, you are our entertainment. Please enjoy the <laughs> meal as we sit and watch you. I believe Richard <laughs> commented during the live stream that it uh, is based, basically set up like an IKEA room. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, 400 square feet. What can, what can we pack in here for you? And that was right after going through Ikea with Brant. So yes, it was. That one that one hit home. That one hit all 400 square feet of home. Yeah, I I laughed at your comment there when I was watching watching afterward. Um, and that comes out uh, August 19th of 2021. Uh, then they got into Psychonauts 2, uh, which I believe everybody expected to see. Um, soon though. Yeah. How long is how long does it take to beat that first one? How long is that game? Eight hours. That's really? not bad. I mean, it's on a, of, it's on Game Pass, of, Brent. There's some, of the, uh, there's some levels that are bullshit, but it's not long. So. I was about to say I remember starting it because I'm looking at it over here on PS4, uh, but I know that's the PlayStation version, and I always heard that technically the Xbox version always ran a little bit better. So I don't know. It's Did probably they port probably Psychonauts better. to PS2. I did not know that. Okay. I learned yeah. something today. And that is coming to um, uh, series uh, series consoles, PS4, PC, and that will be August 25th. Uh, next is the game that looks like, uh, <laughs> what was it, Gang Beasts? Yeah. But uh, with cute fuzzy animals called Party Animals. Uh, so this is the... <laughs> if kind of that sell the free shit for out of all, these skins. yeah, like wacky waving, like ragdoll mechanics. Uh, all those games seem to be you put them on, you have a bunch of friends, and it's just hilarity and just a good time. Uh, and good. that's I was laughing my ass off at that trailer. It was all kind of wacky shit. Yeah, and it's coming to Game Pass uh, next year, twenty twenty two. Um, what was this one? Uh, Somerville. Somerville. This looked really good. This looked this like this is uh, that yeah weird looking one. That it was interesting though. 
I commented to Cesar that it looked like inside and limbo. And it says yeah. here that it's uh jump ship was formed by former members of play dead who made those two games. That one looked really, really good. And then I laughed cause uh, I work with a Somerville. So it, it cracked me up at the very end <laughs> when they put that trailer, they put that title. Up. Now next is what I would have thought they might have ended the show on, but they, they didn't, they sandwiched it uh, in here. This had me and Cesar surprised cause this was like halfway through the show. I'm like, what yeah. else are you going to, this is it for this is it for this big title. I think this is your big game this year. I know, not not even not even halfway. It was like what? Thirty, 30 minutes, minutes in? in? Yeah. Freaking Halo Infinite. They showed off uh the multiplayer, you know, of course confirmed that it will uh it's gonna be free to play. Uh and of course uh it will of course it'll have um It'll launch alongside the campaign, and it will run at uh, 120 FPS for those who have those machines and TVs and or monitors that support uh, 120 FPS. It looked it looked good, and uh, later in the weekend they had a uh, they had a kind of a breakdown of the multiplayer. Uh, season passes are going to be oh, yeah. there's like a there's a paid component to them, but if you buy the season pass, those things are always there that you can work towards. And I've been doing that on Master Chief Collection, and they've always been free. So I'm kind of interested to see how they're going to work this paid tier into it. But uh, the multiplayer, I haven't played, you know, I talk about it every week, but I play Old Man Halo is what I call it. I don't really vibe with the newer style ones. And everyone who has strayed away from Halo seems to be, well, everyone seems to be positive on this multiplayer that they've shown off. So. Oh, it looks freaking awesome. It looks super slick. Uh, they showed Capture the Flag. Uh, it just it's customizations everywhere. It, it looks to be a hell of a game, and I I can't believe the multiplayer is free to play. That's just super cool. From there, they went into Diablo two. <laughs> your first your first non Game Pass game. <laughs> it's coming uh, to oh that's coming to PS4, Switch, and Windows also. But I think it's yes. already out on yeah, it's already out on PC, I believe. They did the beta on PC. The beta was mm-hmm. the I next one. Surprise, Cesar. This was came a, out. With the tweet afterwards and clarified some more of the Diablo 2, so I'm like, what else was coming with it? So, what all is that? I gotta go back and look at it. They tweeted it as soon as they uh they did the announcement on uh, Xbox. I saw something about an evil collection, but I didn't see what all was entailed in that. Is that yeah, what I you're got, referring to? Look, yeah, I gotta look at it again. I just know they did their own thing with it. Yeah. Uh, the next game was a big surprise for Cesar. He was excited. That is a Plague Tale Requiem. Very atmospheric pre-rendered trailer, evoking a lot of the same feelings as its hit predecessor. Notes Ars Technica, but showing no gameplay. I'll let you finish it out, Brant. You're almost there. You're good. Um, You're showed. There. Uh, <laughs> You're always no, I'm good. Uh, so we got again. It seemed like a, a few of these games kept coming up over and over and over. This one as well. Uh, Far Cry Six. Yep. More gameplay on that. Uh, Slime Rancher Two. Uh, a franchise I'm unfamiliar with, but a lot of people were uh, ecstatic to see this. Me too, and it looked it looked wacky. It did. It it looked really wacky. And I think we've been given it on every single console at this point. Uh, I think Cesar was noting that it looks like a game that Square Enix wishes they had done with their Dragon Quest slimes and yes. totally missed out on. Uh, out uh, this December, we get the snowboarding game Shredders. This uh, which, good. yeah, this kind really of harkens to back me. to those SSX games, is what, yeah, yeah. or 1080. Looks, yeah, it looks real good. Uh, Atomic Heart. Um, this was this 
Was this our game of the show, Cesar, when we were watching? Yes. You know yeah, how I feel about Bioshock, man. It it's looks like Bioshock. Yeah. This this looked like it like changed genre a few times. I mean, it was a <laughs> it was a mind blowing game, dude. It had so much style. Yeah. Everything about it was just dripping style. Uh, let's see. Then we got replaced this, this game. Good. This looked real good. This looked good. Uh, and that's uh, going to be uh, the Xbox One series consoles and Windows uh, coming in 2022. Um, what was this? Euden Chronicles. This looks... This is the um, like 2.5D or whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, gaming style. Um, and this kind of looks like that same like bravely default um octopath engine but it somehow looks better yeah it looks better to me and this is the one that uh Cesar kickstarted well last year or two years ago friend did you end up kickstarting yes. this one no i did not the suicode and uh spiritual uh, successor they, they had me when the game director for suicode one and two was making this game so yeah and they announced uh rising in addition to the hundred yeah. heroes that we already knew about have they filled in more details on that what that is uh, they said it's a prequel that uh, will involve a lot of the backstory for the characters in the the main game. So, oh, very cool. I wonder if that'll uh, be like an inexpensive preview type thing. Uh, don't know. They didn't say anything about cost other than it's just coming soon next year. So yep. I would imagine probably towards the end of the year. Because uh, th- this this was the company who were um, already saying um, it's coming out on all consoles and whatever the next gen Switch is. <laughs> The <laughs> when they did the, the when they did their uh, Kickstarter two years ago. Like, oh, wait, it's not I gonna thought, run Switch. I thought Rising was coming out earlier. Rising says twenty twenty three. Hundred Heroes is coming out next year. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got that backwards earlier. Uh, the, I um, think the article may have it backwards. So I thought so too. I thought yeah. that was wrong. Hundred Heroes is the main game that comes out in twenty twenty three. Yes. There we go. Sorry, Ars Technica. Live. Live. Correction for Ars Technica staff. Uh, next, we went into I the. I see them changing. Ascent. They're changing right now. It's, everything's changing. <laughs> I haven't even Live read it. Even F five is changing as we speak. So, <laughs> they they're fans of the podcast. Well done. Thank you, Ars Technica. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the ascent coming to uh, all the Xbox consoles and Windows, uh, July 29th. That was that twin sticks shooter, right? That yeah. we were talking about, Cesar. That yes. looked good. Uh, I submitted uh, you the one I would say that I. Try to get nice metric games, but I can't unless it's a uh, uh, Sonic, Sonic 3D Blast. Uh, Sonic 3D Blast is, is one that I constantly get up to level four, and I'm like, why am I playing this? Uh, then we have Age of Empires 4, uh, and that will be out in October. That was quick. I felt like they just started pulling back the, the curtain on Age of Empires 4, and here it is, October 28th already. So expect that at the end of this, you know, fall. I uh, got a trailer for Outer Worlds 2. And then also that, a quick announcement. I didn't know that was coming up so yeah. fast. Then showed off a good bit of uh, Forza Horizon 5 that just honestly you could have put like beautiful 4K uh, like driving footage up there and wouldn't have known the difference. Mm-hmm. Because it looked so good and so smooth. Yeah, it looked incredible. 
takes place in Mexico this time. Mexico. Mexico. And that is coming uh, November 9th. Uh, to, of course, your Xbox Series consoles, Xbox One, Windows. Um, this game called Redfall. They ended uh, up with that. That was, that was another one yeah. of those Left 4 Dead-esque looking Originally, games. I thought it was uh, Redwall. I was like, oh, they made that book series into a uh, Yes. Yeah. I love Redfall books. <laughs> then I looked back and it was Redfall. I was like, oh, my bad. Martin the Warrior. And this is coming uh, summer of next year uh, to the Series consoles and Windows. Um, a... This was earlier in the show. Uh, and, this... <laughs> and my co-game of the show. I think that's first too. <laughs> so they announced uh, some some new DLC coming to Sea of Thieves uh, involving everyone's uh, favorite uh, quirky pirate, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, <laughs> along with some of the other um, characters, colorful yeah, characters. Davy Jones in there. I was done yeah. when I saw Davy Jones rendered in that Sea of Thieves art style. <laughs> It looked pretty good. It looked pretty damn good. It looked like a lot Jack. of fun. Yeah. That comes out June 22nd. June 22nd. <laughs> it's like next week. Uh, and then we had the news that Yakuza Like a Dragon's coming to Game Pass. So all um, those games in that series are available on X- Xbox Game Pass, except for Dead Souls, I think was the name of it. Yes, that's the one I'm looking at for whatever reason is upside down in my PS3 collection. It's stuck on PS3. I might have uh, done some kind of ritualistic thing to turn it upside down to maybe get a port. I don't remember what I did that for. <laughs> prayer circle. Open the prayer circle. I got almost every Tales game ever made. I, I'm, I'm just waiting for that time where, like, Tales collection, I'm going to make a fucking uh, Tales circle and put it on Twitter one day. I have every Tales game ever made. That would, so. be, that would look good. That would be good content <laughs> for our Instagram account. Yeah. There you go. Uh, they punked everybody out by announcing some <laughs> DLC for uh, Fallout 76. Uh, the uh, Pit. We had someone paying Spur. attention to the podcast with us and was very excited that there was a new Fallout 76 <laughs> <laughs> to break the news to. Uh, you should have uh, you should have proceeded with the gameplay footage and, and let it just naturally happen. You're right. Just let it. Just let it. <laughs> and then just come back. Let it run and, its and, course. And then come back for the next two or three years. Like, how enjoyed that Fallout 76? How was Fallout 76? Just keep mentioning it ever so often, slightly. It's like like death by a thousand cuts. Yeah. The pit expansion for Fallout 76. Oh. What's next, Brant? This is a long ass Microsoft show. It was good though. Uh, Hades is coming to Xbox uh, August 13th. Um, Man, game pass. This? Wow. Grounded's <laughs> Shroom of Doom. Uh, let's see. This then. was a really well done trailer. This Shroom and Doom update. The Shroom I, and Doom was. I very didn't play good. that. I didn't play that tech beta or whatever it was they released earlier, but this was a really well done trailer. I was laughing the whole time. The Outer Worlds too. Did you go back and watch that trailer too? There was nothing but humor just all over. It's like mm-hmm. the, every Obsidian trailer they did had just humor and jokes throughout the whole thing. Like more desert. I'm like that's all. I just threw out the whole thing in there. So it's <laughs> like <laughs> they lean into stuff like that pretty well. Next, uh, more Among Us news uh, is getting 15 player lobbies. Uh, which that's ludicrous. No, you can just hate on more people at once. There we go. Yeah. And then this big announcement here is Microsoft Flight Simulator is coming to the series, uh, the Xbox Series consoles, July twenty seventh. Hell yeah! And to your standard and getting, Xbox later. Xbox. And getting a Top Gun branded 
Jet Fighter expansion yeah. this fall. You can the play map. as Maverick later this fall. And who who was that? You, you, what was that? Your your boy was it Tom? Who was Tom something? From uh, from the Verge or something like that. Tom Tom Warren. Tom Warren. Tom Warren. Who came back and said that they were using that cloud base for the old school Xbox ones to play games like this. Yes, so. I think that was the news we were going to try to cover next week. But yeah, well, we can talk about today. it now. Yeah, that came I mean, out today. We, we just talked about it today. That's that's it. I mean, yeah. we don't really need to elaborate. So, yeah, some yep. Series X exclusive titles such as uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. They're going to be playable on the old Microsoft Xbox One series of consoles through cloud streaming. Because, I mean, Flight Simulator and what um, the other game I played escapes me. Those are the only ones that are series uh, only. The so, medium. 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 There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I keep Every time I think of the medium, it's like the TV show, the medium. I was like, damn it. But so, I think the like, medium's been really rated for PS5 somewhere, like a Korean board or something. No, yeah. they um they already got a mock-up. It comes with a steelbook and all that. It's coming on um the com- physical copies are coming September 12th for PS5, PS4, and then uh, not PS4, PS5 series X and Series S, and I think PC. Okay. September 12th or something like that. So you Uber I think it's like 39. Yeah. You said that was a good game, so I'm glad more people will be able to. I play enjoyed it. it. Some people on there were on, on Twitter felt differently. It does kind of change directions towards the end so some people okay. were um not happy about that so i got you i know brand's tired of talking uh i guess i'll add this bit xbox game pass this comes from gamatsu xbox game pass adds new bethesda softworks titles day one titles and more so we talked about a bunch of those games that were on there but available today was uh and this was as of i guess sunday but you had Yakuza Like a Dragon, and then they filled in a bunch of old Bethesda Softworks titles, including Arx Fatalis, which is available on PC, Dishonored, Death of the Outsider, which was add-on for the first one or the second one? No, that was a standalone, wasn't it? Death yes. of the Outsider. Yep, yeah. the third adventure in the critically acclaimed Dishonored series. That's for PC, cloud, and console. You had Doom for cloud and console. That is the 2016 uh game of the year and lead up to the critically acclaimed doom eternal they say the evil within two came to pc cloud and console fallout the original fallout one and two came to pc you have fallout three for pc cloud and console fallout new vegas for pc cloud and console fallout tactics for pc rage for cloud and console wolfenstein 2 the new colossus for pc cloud and console so basically they filled in all the rest of the the Bethesda games that were missing from that first go round. I guess they, they either had issues with them or they wanted to save them for this announcement, that sort of thing. Uh, coming soon, we went through all those other games. Um, Scorn still has doesn't have a release date. That's fall 2021. Uh, we went through all this stuff, really. Hello Neighbor 2. Coming day one in the future, A Plague Tale, Requiem, Atomic Heart, Contraband, Redfall. Basically all the ones we went over in that last story, wasn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, everything, everything was mentioned on here. Yeah, outside of Diablo was coming on there, so that was the Game Pass show. I'll take the next one too, the Ubisoft UB Forward event, in which we found out that uh, Just Dance twenty was it twenty twenty two? I guess is not coming yeah. to is Wii. not coming to the Nintendo Wii. Heartbroken. <laughs> Heartbroken. Oh, so we got a we got the official rename for Rainbow Six. Um, Quarantine, which you knew they weren't going to go with that. It's officially Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh, a bunch of those modes looked really good. I think I think the new Rainbow Six looked pretty solid. It's it's amazing what they did with Siege and brought that back around. 
Uh, Rocksmith Plus was announced. And these are all Ubisoft Originals, by the way. That's their branding for their yeah. first-party games, I guess. That one's, uh, one's going to be a uh, friend of the show, Dale's big game, right? Oh, yeah, he was super excited. I texted him as soon as they announced it, and he was very excited. Uh, it's going to be a new subscription service that teaches users how to play electric and acoustic guitar and bass through their favorite songs, available this summer on PC, follow on console, and to be announced timing on mobile. So come into mobile, too. Uh, Riders Republic. I feel like we've seen this one before. It's kind of like a... Uh, Cesar, this is the one you referred to as the uh, ESPN All Out Games or whatever it was, right? <laughs> the spiritual. No, there was something else. To... Saw, they were like, they were coming out. I was like, yeah. What, what was it? We came up with a different name. I was talking about like you're going to name it close to it. What was it like? <laughs> was like what was it cool? Like a warm, warm stick or something like that. So what the <laughs> wasn't cool. It wasn't cool borders. Warm <laughs> stick. Uh Places like Cool Borders, but we know we couldn't legally call it that. So, Riders Republic. It's got uh, biking and snowboarding and skateboards and all kinds of stuff. It's coming to PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, Luna, and Stadia. So all the streaming platforms, too. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege is going to come to Stadia on June 30th and carry cross-progression and cross-play. Just Dance 2022, November 4th. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, they kind of dug their heels in. There's not going to be a new Assassin's Creed, but they've yeah. planned an extra second year of DLC content. Um, there was a real cool uh, Discovery Tour. I think that's. I think they said it's going to be free, like free for everybody. I think I saw that. But it's kind of like they did with Odyssey and, I believe, Origins, where you can just kind of roam through the, the spaces they've created. And there was going to be a side... Um, well, here's the official expansion, Siege of Paris expansion. But there was also going to be like some side bits to that Discovery Tour where you can live some of the mundane tasks that Vikings did. And they showed somebody just like chopping wood. <laughs> like, okay, I guess it's the Oregon Trail part of Assassin's Creed. Um, they did a catch-up on Ubisoft film and television, including Mythic Quest uh, and Werewolves Within, which featured the lady from AT&T. I recognized her in the in the trailer there. Um, that uh, Mythic Quest is an Apple TV show. Werewolves, Werewolves Within. Wasn't that a v, PlayStation VR title? Yeah. Is that the same premise? Like trying to figure out like a whodunit or who among us is the... I, I don't know. That, that one's Are actually you thinking coming, of... Uh, that one's coming like in movie theaters. So pretty soon. So, I'm thinking of The Wolf Among Us, which... No. no there was a PSVR title called... It's, Were, it's I thought Werewolves it was called Within. Werewolf. I have it, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah okay. where people it's, people it's are sitting like, around a campfire or something. You're trying you have, to figure you have out. To guess thing. who the werewolf is. Like you ask yeah. questions and stuff like that, and and it's, the, a, that, it's one of those early VR titles. And you know, Ubisoft always is good in supporting new platforms because they came out with like a stuff. shit ton of titles, and that was one of them, like yeah. random stuff. And that's kind of what I got from that trailer they showed in the of the TV show or the movie was that you know there's all these people locked in a room, and one of them is a werewolf. Uh, Far Cry Six. We got our big breakdown on that. Um, there's tons of Far Cry news out there. I don't think we need to catch up on that. <laughs> this leaked earlier in the week, but there's a new Mario and Rabbids game called Sparks of Hope. If you're a big fan of the XCOM Marios. And they ended the show. I thought this was very surprising because it looked really, really yeah. good. And I'm a fan of that Avatar movie. But Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. The first look trailer for Avatar Frontiers of Pandora was released today during Ubisoft Forward. Showcasing game footage powered by the latest iteration of the Snowdrop engine. It looked like the movie. Like, it was yeah. legit. Very, very sharp looking. 
I know Cesar was noting, like, this is what happens when it's not, because it's not saddled to PS4, or Xbox One, or anything like that. Like, this is a next-gen title with that Snowdrop engine. Uh, Frontiers of Pandora is a first-person action-adventure experience developed by Massive Entertainment, Ubisoft Studio, in collaboration with Lightstorm Entertainment and Disney. And that yeah, looks really good. We didn't get that that bullshit we did in uh, PS3 and 360 generation where they were, like, two different studios making the same game, and they were vastly different. Like, right. some would be on yeah. PS2, and then the other ones would be on 360, and you're like, oh, wow, this place completely different. Yeah. So. Yep. And that was the UB Forward show. Who wants to tell us about that Square Enix recap? I which had Square. Mostly not great stuff. Yeah, Square's, Square's show was not very long, uh, and not uh universally it seemed disliked <laughs> pretty <laughs> underwhelmed uh but they did lead off with the guardians of the galaxy game which to me looked very very good i was a little apprehensive because um and i think a lot of people were just with what happened with the avengers game people yep. were worried this might be a live service uh game but they came they they did clarify it's not uh they did say that you will play as uh, star lord um the characters look good. They, they didn't have that jarring initial Avengers thing that I had where I was like, yeah, these are like knockoff versions. Because they did not look like the movie ones, but they also didn't look like bootlegs, you know? Yeah. They, they were look, really good characters. They look true to the – they look like they looked in their comics. That's what they look like in the comic books. Yeah. Like Drax looks like that in the comics. So does uh, Gamora looks like that in the comics. So, But uh, I was hoping um, – What happened? So, yeah. That was a weird echo for some reason. Nani? I think I we're hope- good. Yeah, I was hoping that, you know, they w- that it w- you wouldn't just play a Star-Lord. I think it would be cool to have co-op and have somebody else jump in as a different character or uh, online play with that or be able to, to switch characters on the fly. Um, but, I mean, still, to me, this game looked looked pretty damn good. It does. Somebody clarified, and I mean, I'll be short and brief, that they came back and they focus on Star-Lord because of the pandemic. They focus on one character. Yeah. So, and that, okay. I, I, I'm more in tune to that one because I would rather play as one character versus jumping around. I, w- I would rather, somebody had made a comment on Twitter, like, they rather play Star-Lord and his interactions with Rocket and Groot versus sitting there playing Rocket and Groot. So, yeah. even though I do like Rocket as a character, but, you know. There's, you might get that whole beat in the game where like, oh my god, I wish this would be over so I can go back to this main story thing, you know? Yeah, that mm-hmm. is true. I don't you know. Get, we'll, we'll you find get into out. a yeah, you get into a character segment and you hate the way the character plays, and it's just yeah. How long? How long before I get to having back to having fun? And then before you go on, and that one, I think a lot of people complain on this show is that, that it looked good. Um, it just. It was too long. It was like 25 minutes of him fighting a gelatinous cube. And a lot yeah. of people were like, man, it's... <laughs> they were like, it gelatinous looked cool, cube. but we, we were on this for a while, you know. Well, now oh, we know did... why, because they, did, they didn't really have much much else to show but a bunch yeah. of mobile games. Fight the giant enemy gelatinous cube. Yeah, but at that point, you're better off just like... I would, I've made this argument to Richard all the time. I mean, you make a shorter, sto- a shorter a show... It might be more memorable than a long, drag, dragged out one. I'm like, hey, we got this one really good game that takes up like 30 minutes of your time, and then a bunch of other stuff that you yeah. like. So I'm like, I, I show five minutes, get people in five, ten minutes, and then move on. You know, what I mean, make it like a 30 minute show instead of like an hour of stuff people complaining. You know? Yeah. Uh, and then 
Yeah, and then they showed off uh, Final Fantasy Pixel Perfect Remaster, which is <laughs> which uh, which Richard effectively jinxed. Uh, I got the I got the receipts in live chat uh, on my phone from Messenger where he he, he I did. Him. Yep, I did. It was my fault. <laughs> I fucked up. My bad. Ugh. They don't look good, but it's like Cesar said earlier in the show. It's Final Fantasy for a new generation. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be out there for somebody. It's it's one through six. They went back and they they butchered. <laughs> Go ahead, Brant. They supposedly cleaned these titles up. Um, and then they're coming to Steam and uh, mobile platforms. So, I mean, this is the first time we get three in the. It is the most original. We don't get 3D version of three, so this is yeah, the first time we get a 2D true. version of three. So, but as Richard said, a lot of people didn't like three other than the music. So, all I remember is the main character fell through a hole in the very beginning of the game. So, uh, and then they announced. Um, Coming out June 24th, 2021, uh, Legend of Mana. Did this get you, Richard? Because I know you you enjoy the Of Mana series. Yeah, I'm a fan of this game. I know it's not one of the most popular Mana series titles, but this was good co-op fun for a friend of mine years ago. And the music is top-notch, all, as always. I didn't think it was coming out this soon, so that's... Yeah. Was there a release date already out there? Yeah. Okay. And is there yeah. a physical copy? Has anybody seen that floating around? Uh, Play Asia has a physical copy for PS4 and Switch. Uh, comes out day and date. Um, my how much is that? Because I still don't have my Ninja Gaiden yet. I'm kind of I'm kind of anxious about Play Asia right now. Uh, oh, it'll take a few weeks. Thirty nine. I think thirty nine dollars for Legend of Mana. Yes, that's not bad at all. Uh, and then they went into uh, the Marvel's Avengers news. They showed off um, yeah. more of that Black Panther DLC. Is that that one came in. I don't get too far. Saga Frontier. Oh, Remaster. And I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry, Richard, but this one came in. I got my Switch and this one in. So this one's both from PlayAsia. How'd you get it so fast? I have no idea. I just the standard shipping. He's got a PlayAsia uh, premium account. Hey, that works. I wish. I, I'm paying for Amazon Prime in Japan, so I can get my shit faster. So <laughs> paying ten dollars a month for that. So damn. Uh, somebody, somebody's I, I, I got Cesar's. Often, somebody got Cesar's name and uh, information sitting on their desk, and they wait for an order from him to go through on Play Asia. They're like, ship yep. this out now, get it quick, get it yes. to him now. <laughs> Have and this they, man order more. He has an audience of dozens. He's gonna, uh, he's gonna give us advertisement. They'll just pack Richard's stuff up in the box and just kick the box around the warehouse <laughs> for a couple of weeks. And then they finally, ah, I guess we should ship this out. Or they could put it on a FedEx truck. <laughs> oh. Actually, my, my copies of Ninja Gaiden came to me from Playasia from FedEx, so. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. That's why I don't have mine. That's why I don't have mine. Oh. Oh, no. That's why it's not here. Mystery solved. <laughs> Fucking FedEx. <laughs> Next, they shut off uh, Babylon's Fall. Um... This looked kind of rough, uh, and what was surprising is that it's a Platinum Games joint. It did uh, not look that great to me. The, it, it did not. The art it, style is interesting. Um, well, I wish they would. They are they coming out with a beta? I can remember they said they are. They were supposed to be doing a beta, right? On this one, I'm not sure. I could have sworn that they're doing something with it. 
I'm curious to see if it, it's one of those games that look like shit, but then when it plays, it plays better. I'm not impressed by it at all, but we'll, we'll see. see what happens. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not trying to be. It just is. Just it's very negative when that game was already skipped. Whatever presentation last year was. Yeah. For more development time, and it doesn't seem like. I don't know what they were doing, so I don't know what's happening. I'm not a game developer, so. I'm just curious to see if there's a beta on there. Maybe it it plays better than what it looks like. It does. You know, there's some there's certain games that doesn't photograph well, so. Yeah. I don't know. I'm 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 playing devil's advocate on this one, so we'll see. It doesn't okay. look good. I'm not arguing against you guys. It does not look good at all. But yeah, but this could personal. be a this could be a pandemic effect, right? I mean, this is a studio with awesome. very high caliber, you know, quality titles. So this could be work in progress sort of deal. We'll we'll see, man. Yep. Uh, we got uh, the Life is Strange Remastered Collection and Life is Strange uh, True Colors. Um, co- more look City at those. Song. Let's go sing it. Sing it. <laughs> The uh, remaster comes out uh, September 30th, 2021, and uh, True Colors will be out Finish uh, the song. September 10th. <laughs> no one is singing True Colors. I'm sorry. No. no one on the show is going to sing you True Colors. You sing it to us. Uh, I believe, didn't they show off like some more mobile games as well? But um, I, I don't think they cataloged <laughs> I, this on I, this I, show. I tuned out whenever they do mobile games. I tune out, so who knows? So I'm just yeah. humming True Colors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to Phil Collins today, so. Hey. Oh, we listened to Phil Collins. Gosh, when was that? Saturday, Sunday, I think. Yeah. Uh, Tarzan soundtrack is still a banger, like start to finish. Oh my gosh, that's that's what we were listening. To. Yep. And that was after tonight, tonight, tonight. Because yep. I started singing that randomly, so I had to put it on. Uh, they finished the show. Uh, this was a rumored title. Um, it's Stranger of uh, Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Uh, this is done by, I believe, developed by Team Ninja. Team Ninja. Um, and wasn't Koei Tecmo attached to that as well? It, it is... Um, uh co-production with square enix japan and team ninja uh team ninja is owned by koei tecmo so i'm sure their name is on there somewhere yeah uh this game is a i played the demo after the corruption was over yeah it was broken Um, for like three days right yes i haven't tried it yet it is a dark it is a dark souls game with uh never mind i'll delete my install with a difficulty (laughs) level they can actually play a dark soul game dark souls game you can actually play on easy like what people have been asking for for a Dark Souls game. Never mind, I might try it out. Yeah, that's why I say this one. You might be this might be the only Dark Souls-esque game you might be able to play, Richard, because you can actually play it easy. Yeah, I'll give somebody it a shot. had some. I think what was it, um, was it John? What, what was the guy from um, Digital Foundry? John Lemon. Lemon. So he he said uh, after playing that game, he went and bought Quantum Theory. <laughs> Oh, I didn't see that tweet. <laughs> it does. The, the characters do look very much like the quantum theory uh, theory characters, which plays like Gears of War. I saw a lot of these. Uh, <laughs> I saw a lot of people putting the the box art, this artwork for Strangers of Paradise, Stranger of Paradise, <laughs> with the uh, Eminem oh. and Ninja. Th- that too, but they also put it on like a PS2 box art. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I guess uh, Cesar, you'll cover that a little bit in games played, huh? I didn't play. Like I said, I didn't play much. Maybe about five ten minutes, and like, I'll come back to it later. So. I just wanted to see how it rolled up, but that's all. I mean, 
I, I'm my little bit. I'm just gonna put on here, and I don't mean to Brant, and I want him to finish. Uh, that's, this is, that, that's this it. This that's is it. A re- We're done with that one. This is a fucking retelling of Final Fantasy one. This is uh, the guy that keep calling chaos is Garland. Yeah. You play the Heroes of Light that looks nothing like the Heroes of Light from the original game, which I thought it would have been cooler to kind of kept that aesthetic and just go with that. Uh, but I guess they feel differently. Right, like the next gen do... version of how those characters would look instead of eight bit, like our first mainstream generation, right? Like that Shakespearean type style where they're wearing those those type clothes from 1500, 1600s or something like that. But you know, I I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to take that story from the original game and reach a modern audience. So yeah, if I, Final Fantasy one is one of my favorite stories. The, the twist in the end is very nice. Uh, so if they keep everything on there, I'll, I'm down for it. So. We'll see if they fix the characters or not. All right. That was your Square Enix show. We ended up talking about that one a little longer than I thought. Well, uh, probably longer than the show was. And yeah. we covered more uh, greater stuff on it than it showed. So. <laughs> we probably did. <laughs> uh, we helped them out more than they helped themselves. I don't know. We didn't give 20 minutes or 25 minutes to... Uh, the Gelatinous Guardians. Cube. Yeah, dig to a Gelatinous Cube. The Galaxy was perfect. The Gelatinous Cube. All right. Oh, shit. Uh, your Capcom show, and then we'll finish with Nintendo. Uh, this is one of Brant's scroll-down stories. All right. Uh, Resident Evil Reverse. This comes from Tom's Guide as well. Resident Evil Reverse multiplayer mode will launch next month. It is included for free with all Resident Evil 7 purchases. Is that right? 7 or 8? Eight? 8. Yeah, I was about to say. The article says 7. It's I think weird. When you bought uh, Village, did it come with a download code for Reverse? Yes. So I think I've already redeemed it or something like that. I think is it on the, the disc or in the case? It's, it's a, a code on the case, in the case, yeah, not code the in the case. Yeah, hmm. I think it's separate, so you can fire up the 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 game without having to put in the fucking Resident Evil Village disc every time. Yeah. If you guys would like to scour your used uh, game areas and send me a code, I would I would much appreciate it. I would exactly. consider breaking the law. Can I go to jail for uh, distributing uh, reverse uh, codes? No, because we used to have this fucker come in and take <laughs> the take the free Xbox Live codes out of the Xbox games. I'm I'm like you. I don't want to get a. a um, a season desist letter from Capcom for Resident Evil Reverse. I that yes, do that will not it. go on the wall. That is that is a that's frame a wall it. Nope. Frame Absolutely it. Not. It's like it'd, uh, be, it'd be like it'd be like you getting sued for doing something with Double Dragon. It'd be like, do you want to put that on your wall? I hate Double Dragon. That's you what I'm saying. Do you want to Resident Evil? Wall? You hate I Resident hate, Evil? I am not a fan of the Reverse. I don't want that on my wall about Reverse. So, do you want Double Dragon on your wall? I don't have decades of hating <laughs> playing. <laughs> <laughs> do you want Double Dragon on the wall or not? Answer the question. I don't want Double Dragon anywhere. <laughs> I would ban Double Dragon. I my first. Get, I had to I had to sit there and get a few good men on you. Answer the fucking question. Don't sit there and d- divergent effect. Okay, when you and I have our debate, <laughs> when we when we finally have our debate, and you're running on the platform of you want to unite the Dakotas and the Carolinas, I'm getting rid of Double Dragon. <laughs> I'm banning Double Dragon for everyone. I don't care as long as we get Mega Coda and. United Carolinas. I don't Mega, care. Mega Coda. Mega Coda. Oh, I want, man. Grande Coda. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. I lost my spot in the story. Uh, it was more Monster Hunter um, stories. Yeah, take yeah. this one over, Brent, because my thing broke. Yeah, just real quick. It was uh, They went over more Monster Hunter stories, a game that we will talk even more about in a minute looks good it really uh, does it does i mean it really does uh they talked about some um dlc coming amiibo. to monster hunter uh rise and some amiibo um then they jumped into 
uh, great Ace Attorney Chronicles, where you play as um, the oh, just lost my paper there, the ancestor of uh, Phoenix Wright, mm-hmm. uh, who Suke and Naruhodo in London. He's the yep. ancestor of Phoenix Wright. It'll be available on July 17th for Switch, PS4, and Steam. I didn't know it was coming to those platforms. Yeah. And then they seem to wrap up with uh, eSports stuff. It seems that Capcom is ending on eSports news. Companies showcasing the Capcom Pro Tour and Street Fighter League. Each tournament in the uh, CPT, I guess is the Pro Tour, will have $5,000 yeah. in prize money. But it's all about going to the Capcom Cup at the end of the year. Everyone who logs on, blah, blah, blah. The qualifier is June 19th through 20th. Uh, and you can find that at twitch.tv slash Capcom Fighters, if that's your jam. And as Cesar said, they did say they are working on DLC for Village. That's the only news we got on that. Oh. All right, but so that was Capcom. We're an hour and 12 minutes in. I can't believe we're blowing through this like we are. This is not an E3 like normal, though, as Cesar put it. I, I try, And I tried to condense a little bit. But now we're getting to Nintendo. You did fine. Great, great job, Brent, on the news. We're not sitting here going in circles like, oh, they didn't announce it in this order. They didn't announce it in this order like we normally yep. do. Okay, this is also a great rundown from the Nintendo thing. Perfect. All right, they started off with, and I thought this was Heihashi, so I got confused on this one. No. Nintendo started off with Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. New character is Kazuya Mishima from Tekken. How is that not Heihachi? I thought it was. Uh, someone please school me on Tekken. I thought it was Heihachi. Heihachi's the old man. Yeah. They showed the old man. I thought that was He him. was in there, too. I'm sure he'll be, like, the Echo Fighter oh. or technically just different costume. Okay. Three, Who's Mishima? All three, are, all three of them are related. Jin is also the youngest son. He's the younger brother. Okay. Is Ryu... Is this the Ryu of Tekken? Is this, like, the standard fighter? Like, the he, Terry Bogart? He is the Akuma of Tekken. He is an Oni who's trying to resurrect a monster. If you play... The Tekken games are fucking weird as, as hell. It's like a family who... Is trying to resurrect this demon to kill it. That's like the, all the Tekkens are about. Tekken okay. 1 through 7. That's all the whole thing. They, I think Tekken 7, they finished the story. It's done. The okay. whole Mishima, Mishima family is done. I think, the, spoilers, I think the mother was doing everything in the background since she supposedly died since the first one. So. This is deep lore. Yes. It's a lot of It is deeper than I thought it. Yeah. Yep. I thought it was. All right. Next up, you had the two Life is Strange games. You had Remaster Collection. Uh, 2021, and you had Life is Strange two co- True Colors, which is coming September 10th, 2021. Uh, we saw Guardians of the Galaxy, and Cesar has since clarified, and this article reflects that. That is the cloud version of the game from Square Enix. That comes October 26th, 2021. Um, Brant's Game of the Year, Worms Rumble Ugh. from Team 17, is coming June 23rd. <laughs> uh, it's his favorite PS5 game, so now he's Worst happy it's Worms on his game. He's yeah, happy it's on another game of all time. Uh, Astria Ascending looked really, really good. September 30th, 2021. This is an RPG. Is that only Switch or is that coming to other stuff? Cesar, this looks like your jam. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. It might be a Switch. I, uh, I think, I think they said it was coming on PS4 at some point. I know it's on Windows right now. Okay. That's from Artisan Studios. Uh, next up was Two Point Campus uh, from Sega, also coming in 2022. Uh, then we had a big heavy hitter, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania Remaster Collection, October 5th, 2021. What uh, it, it said like the best of all the first three titles, but I could I, never figure out like what this is. I think it's coming on everything because it said the game was originally announced on uh, ID at Xbox Showcase. Yeah, so. it is. 
the, the Super Monkey Ball Collection. But do we know what no, it no, is? No, is no, it, that, is the it? other game, the Astria Ascending. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, so Astria Ascending is coming to all platforms. Do we know what the Super Monkey Ball Collection is? Is it it's like the literally first three games? It's all of them. It's not a the greatest hits or anything. First three games. Okay, that's a big announcement. It's only so, I think so it was remastered the first three games, and I think it's uh, and I think the mini games is I, I think they take all the mini games. I think they weren't clear on where mini games were pulling from, but I think there might be some mini games from the other games. But it's the first three. It's a remaster of the first three games. That was a cool announcement that coming out. Um, Mario Party Superstars, October 29th, 2021. We we definitely got so the rest of Nintendo's year kind of brought into focus with the yeah. with the show. A lot of people were upset about that. They were like, they thought that was a uh, just DLC and it's a whole fucking different game. So yeah. yeah, but it's all it's all these boards like N64 boards and stuff. Yeah, but really the they should have they should have supported Super Mario Party. <laughs> they I mean they Twitter literally mad, man. they, they mad, literally like, the just gave an shit? update like a couple Brent's months ago. Brant's one of them. Brent, do you think they learned they were designing this one and they put the online in it and they were like, we can go back and add the online yeah. to the other one. <laughs> All right, uh, that's that's how Nintendo does. But this next is the game of the the game of the show, the Nintendo show right here. Metroid Dread, October eighth, twenty twenty one. The long rumored uh, Metroid Dread. We've heard this title kicked around for like seems like twenty fucking years at this point. And, and like I said this earlier, this was, our, this was our first uh, Game Boy Advance game of the show. So It was a GBA game. <laughs> so, Brent, I initially thought the art style looked kind of weird. Tell me tell me your thoughts on Metroid Dread, how you're... Oh, how I'm, I was I was all in. I loved um, I loved the uh, the 3DS title that yep, came out. This is Mercury's um, game again. It's, yeah. it's made by the same people. They're going to have some of the, the same mechanics, but they've... I saw um, the counter. Yeah, but they said they've gone in, they're tweaking, you know, the counter and some of the other things that some people had criticisms about. So they're going through and fine tuning. Um, they're adding those like stealth mechanics to where you you like hide from these uh, um, these robots, these giant like weird robots that like stalk you through throughout the game. Um, it just looks it looks really interesting. It looks so good. It does. Um, a new Metroid, a new 2D Metroid. That's the exciting bit, right? I was yeah. just laughing when I saw five. Everybody in there was like, "Yeah, skip four, skip four. And they're talking about Prime Four. They're like, "Let's go to yeah. five, Even though this is the fifth 2D Metroid, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> people like, don't Let's understand. Go, skip four. <laughs> Where was four? We missed it. Yeah, I loved. They were like, you know, we're what? working. We're, yeah, we're working uh, diligently. Yeah, I yeah. thought we would get a Prime collection. That was, I would say, that was uh, yeah. my major. A Prime collection and some sort of Zelda thing, and and we'll get to the Zelda stuff. But when they yeah. said like there's no other campaign for the 35th anniversary of Zelda, I was like, ah. Oh. And they could do the same thing with Metroid because we could have got a Game and Watch for Metroid. We got one for the other yeah. one. We're gonna talk about that, but we'll talk, um, we'll talk about that after we run through everything, I guess. Metroid Metroid Dread looks really good. Uh, they showed off Just Dance 2022, which I know is a big seller still on on Switch. Uh, Cruising Blast. I had to look at it twice. I was like, cruising? Is that is that really a cruising game? It was an arcade game. Did you listen to yeah, the music? The music was fucking cruising USA the, all over. The music was good. <laughs> yeah, it's in the cruising series. And that's Raw Thrills. So they make, the, the, that's like the arcade company now. They are the ones yeah. that put the cabinets out still. Uh, anybody wants to step in? This is a long ass list. I got you this. Can, you yeah. feel free to. Uh, the Pretty much everybody knew that Dragon Ball Z Kakarot was going to get ported to the Switch at some point. Um, this is also getting the New Power Awakens um, DLC bundled with it. 
Um, and that comes out September 24th. Uh, another look at Super Mario Golf uh, Super Rush, uh, which is coming out uh, the 25th of this month. Uh, which this game looks... I'm so sold on this game. I'm ready for this game to be out. Um, again, we get more Monster Hunter 2 stories. Uh, and then we went into a uh, an announcement that was hinted after... What was it? Last week, they sent out a, uh, a survey asking if people would pay f- full price for a new uh, WarioWare game. And they announced uh, WarioWare Get It Together coming September 10th, 2021. God bless WarioWare. Yes, Game Boy Vance. Then we have the Atlas title Shin Megami Tensei 5. That looked amazing. Uh, coming November 12th, 2021. Lots of um, atmosphere and style. We're getting it a like, couple. It looks like a fucking Shin Megami Tensei game. Yeah, yeah it does. We're getting a couple games uh, ported to the Switch uh, from the Danganronpa uh, series. Um, Danganronpa... Uh, was it Decadence? Decadence, yeah. And Danganronpa S, Ultimate Summer Camp. Uh, oh, this was the uh, this is a port from the Wii U uh, that I don't think anybody saw coming. Nope. Uh, Fatal Frame, Maiden of Blackwater, Switch version, which we we didn't get a we didn't get that game over here. It was we released in Japan and Europe. Was not was it not? Well, I, th- I thought we got a digital, didn't we? On the yeah, Wii we got the first episode free, and then we we could pay for the rest of the episodes, yeah, yeah. but we so didn't some, get a, we didn't get a physical copy. Somebody on Twitter was pissed, like motherfucker, I just bought it last week. <laughs> <laughs> that one person, they're like, I thought I was gonna go away at some point, so I finally caved, and this is what they this is how they treated me. I saw somebody on there joking that it had a photo mode on Switch. I was like, what? I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, what's cool? Uh, what's cool is that um this one followed the one the wonderful was it. One from 101, where it was co-developed by Nintendo, but they gave their blessing to release another console. So, yeah, that was the shock at first. Like, yeah. uh, I thought this was a pretty much a Nintendo franchise at this point, and it's it's coming to all of their consoles as well. So it, that's the awesome. Nintendo, Nintendo IP is still on that on that game. So, like, even those advertised for uh, are coming out for PS5 and everything else, it still has the Nintendo <laughs> trademark on there. That's cool. Like, it's like when I, I was laughing when I looked at uh, Psychonauts 2 on uh, the PlayStation app when I could do the pre-orders like Microsoft everywhere. It's like no double fines, like copyright Microsoft. Copyright so. Microsoft. <laughs> PlayStation developer Microsoft. Yeah. I mean, because they don't even do that with Mojang. They, they, they leave Mojang on there, but this is the first time I've actually seen a Microsoft name on the PlayStation game, so it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, then we went to Doom Eternal, Ancient Gods Part 1. Uh, which actually was available at the time of the show. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, the Switch Looked version. Yeah, which it look bad. Which was don't, another game that was pretty much rumored to be on the Switch. Don't, for, don't forget, boys, we get, our, um, we get our update for Doom Eternal in nine days. Our uh, Series, X, Series X version? Uh, as well as the PS5 one, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's coming on everything. So uh, Available... Uh, at the date of the show, uh, which was just earlier this week, uh, Strange Brigade Switch version. Yep. I know a friend of the show, Michael's a huge fan of this title. 
Uh, we got shown a little bit more of the Mario Rabbids uh, Spark of Hope, uh, which they showed off a little uh, a little bit more. I mean, it it, sh- it seems like uh, the characters can move around a little bit more, and it, I'm still not sold on the XCOM. Uh, I need to go back and play Mario that Rabbids it game, very, but it was very well received. Yeah, a lot of people liked it. I'm I was like, mm, it was all right. Um, and this then next one's they, a bombshell. This next came one's a bombshell. Nowhere with Advanced Wars One and Two Reboot Camp. And y'all Game see Boy Bass <laughs> GBA. Did y'all see who's making this? Way forward. Yes. Way forward. Love oh, way forward. That art style is freaking gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, you didn't put the fucking uh, limited run show on this thing. Uh, dude, they, they, they had a they had a huge thing. Okay, real quick, since you brought it up, since <laughs> you right. brought it up, Go I ahead. had a, I have a couple I have a couple notes down here because I mean I didn't put Devolver or Limited Run on oh, here. We're almost done. Yeah. We're almost done with Nintendo. Uh, we got five. Yeah, I, Nintendo. I, I know this this is gonna take two seconds. Two seconds. So <laughs> you got yeah, like you got, you got Brand on his bullshit. So De- so Devolver, I mean, they had a few good shows. I mean, one of the a few good games come out of their show. One of those standouts uh, was Shadow Warrior Three. If y'all saw that, that like very Doom esque game, uh, grapple hooking and double wielding like pistols. We know, we know about the low wing. Yeah. So, um, but from Limited Run, I mean, did y'all see that? Uh, what was it? Blood Rain Betrayal, uh, Fresh good. Bites, also being done by a way forward. Yep. That looks so damn good. And then you're getting a uh, physical edition of uh, Rondo of Blood for the Turbo Duo. Our non-existent Polymega. I'm gonna pre I'm gonna buy it so I can you're play it on Polymega that I hope I get. So, uh, as well as a whole list <laughs> yes, of other Polymega titles. every show. Let's go. Please, please go <laughs> look it up. We just we don't have enough time, or we would be here literally for the, like the three hours. Game was we're getting. Shantae on one, one every Shantae game. Yeah, Shantae's Shant- all the Shantae games are coming to PS5. That's all I care about. We can go. And we awesome. can keep moving. So yeah. Um. So next. Omega. Next, we went into the uh, Zelda news. I, you know, I got I got super excited because they said, you know, this is our last announcement for the show, and they immediately went into the announcement <laughs> of the uh, expansion pass calamity i was like no yeah literally we're ending on calamity i'm like oh my gosh are you serious age of calamity dlc this is this is what we're ending on freaking dynasty warriors zelda <laughs> but then we get uh the uh creator of zelda come out and you know talk about how uh they've continue to work on breath of the wild 2 um it's obviously zelda's 35th anniversary and to commemorate we you know have this new uh zelda game and watch he pulled it out of his pocket showed it off uh it more looks importantly freaking awesome yep and you get more than one game this yeah time. It, it gets uh zelda um one and two from the original nes uh link's awakening and first game of ever first game I ever owned, Link's Awakening. And all three of us can finally be uh, beat Link's too. Link two. Link two. <laughs> can finally do it. We're gonna beat that on a stream. You just wait. And, uh, game games unbeatable. And I think a so too. <laughs> Legend of Zelda themed um, version of uh, the original Game and Watch game Varmints, and then they uh, ended on the uh, the new trailer for, for breath the, of the breath wild of the too. wild sequel which yep. has been confirmed to actually have a 
actual title, but we've been told that uh, if they were, <laughs> yeah, if they were to tell us the title, <laughs> it may give away something that's happening. The Legend so of Zelda, just, Zelda dies. Yeah. <laughs> they can't announce that. <laughs> they can't announce it. So, the Legend of Zelda, Ganon is the bad guy. <laughs> Again. <laughs> So we, uh, as soon as as soon as I finished this, uh, you know, I I thought the uh, I thought the uh, show was awesome. Richard had texted me and he said, "Dude, what about that show?" And I told him, I said, "You know, I'm I'm a little bit on the uh, in the disappointment camp on this one." And uh, it's honestly the the whole the the show was awesome. The show was really awesome. I was. Like you had mentioned earlier, my bigger disappointment came at the fact that they just kind of glanced over it. He showed the Game & Watch yeah. and said, this is to commemorate the 35th yeah. anniversary of Zelda. We do not have any more plans for any more games or any more campaigns That's... just to commem- commemorate the 35th anniversary of Zelda. And not and just that, you text me quickly. and said... Nothing for Metroid. We could have got one of these and things for. They didn't we even got one of these game and watches yeah, for Metroid. They didn't even mention it's thir- Metroid's thirty fifth. Well, I mean, so. you saw you saw when he mentioned that they wanted to do something and they quickly came together and did the game and watch. Those were his words. Because I, I think originally nothing was going to happen. I think because the pandemic hit, we already had Mario. That All Star Collection was already done. <sighs> See, but I guess, hit. Mario I guess got Mario got a game and watch. Mario got. Two different games. Yeah, but that was, uh, he got that was uh, pre-pandemic already in planning. Legos, so. Luigi got, got the summer a, of Luigi. Mm-hmm. He's got a week. Uh, a week. We had we got Doctor Luigi at some point. He got a switch. So. <laughs> yeah, they went it's, all it's out for pandemic. Mario. So they got but, Pumas, man. Mario Pumas. They but, had all sorts of stuff crossover. The, any, I'm looking made, at the Lego NES set down here. Somebody had made a comment there, and I think it was it. I know Jason Schwartz said that that. Breath of the Wild 2 is not coming out in 2022. It's coming out in 2023. Wow. I think some somebody had, I think was it Jeff Grubb might have said that that's why we didn't get those HD remasters of the Wii U games is because they know that this Zelda is going to get pushed back and they probably had those remasters done. They were and they're like, hey, we're pushing it back. These are coming out. Yep. So, Just like they did for, what was it, Pikmin is what yeah, he referenced Pikmin also? They said Pikmin, he said Pikmin 3 was done way in advance before they even made the announcement. It was It was already done. Right. So he said it was already on cartridge and everything. They I still just, need to play that. On it, so. Yeah. I think it's going to be the same thing with the Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess. I we're, they're going to push it back and be like, hey, sorry, here's this. Skip four, these, go to five. These year anniversaries are just whatever, right? It it it's something we really hype up more than they do. Did they know, ever man. say it was going to be the 35th anniversary of Zelda? They were going to do anything for it? Most of it is just the the community on social media. It is. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, a might, Metroid, we, a Metroid one would have been awesome. Day. So we might get a tweet on the official day when it's like like this day, 35 years ago, the first Zelda game come out. We might get that. Yeah. I don't. They, we're getting a new Metroid game. I don't. I don't care. We we're getting a new Metroid. We're getting a Game and Watch two, with three a new awesome Zelda Metroid games. Game. That's not a remake of yeah. an old yeah. Metroid game. Yep. I mean, and what, what, continues, and it seems like it continues a bit of the fusion type gameplay that we got from Metroid Fusion, which was one of my favorites. I love the shit out of Metroid Fusion. That, this was the game. game was awesome. This was the game that was it. What Patrick Klepek wrote for One Up. They said uh, he he wrote it 16 years ago or 12 years ago, where they had they were supposed to make the announcement for Metroid Dread, the same name, it had the same name in the same article. Like, and he said yeah. it was canceled because they uh, decided to go with Metroid Prime Hunters. 
for the DS. So not a not an awful game. Oh, we lost one of our viewers. I see it down here. Hold on. All right. So what do we think overall? Everybody pleased ish. I th- the whole thing was okay to me. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Every show was eh, was okay. They, uh, they seem to do like Nintendo did, like Microsoft, where it was game, 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 yeah, game, yeah. game. So uh, Microsoft lucked out because they've been patient. They got these studios, they let them develop it, and they never rushed these studios, and they had stuff to show. Yeah, I mean, it, the pandemic wouldn't matter. So, um, I think again, we all have the problem of there's too many games now. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> the problems the problem's gonna continue. Too many. I'm, I'm I'm fine with everything that was shown on here, but there, I mean I don't think I, I think E3 broke for me when after that bullshit PlayStation one the the summer of games. I mean the nothing's four, when they did the four things. Yeah, nothing's lived up to it since for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's just me on a personal level. Ever since then, you know, Shenmue three, Final Fantasy seven remake. I, ever since then, you know, I'm like. And when we when we stop being able to go to the theater and be a part of that experience, too. I mean yeah. That that part was cool, but I mean I don't know. The part was amazing. For me, Can you guys game... give me the IHOP thing with the coffee, the yeah. cold ass coffee in it. I still remember, uh, yeah. I still remember Andrew making that that comment <laughs> where he, the for Shimu three, remember they had a tier that was like fifteen thousand dollars. It's like imagine uh, <laughs> telling your spouse was like, yeah, I paid fifteen thousand dollars for you Suzuki, and they're thinking it was like a Suzuki bike or something like that, but it's like for the video game Shimu three. <laughs> Uh, that's actually pretty good. I did think of it that way. I bought I, a Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> I paid fifteen grand. Hopefully, it comes out soon. Just <laughs> use Suzuki I, in that in that brown jacket. Because <laughs> was that also the same summer that we also got that that excellent Xbox game game E three or was that the year after? I can't remember. That was a good uh, one too. Xbox had either hit that their stride that summer or the one after. I think. That was the last Microsoft one I enjoyed, me personally. They came. That, that, was, that was a great one. That was yeah. gunslinging. That was Tomb Raider and Gears and Rare Replay and all that stuff. Yeah, Master Chief Collection, I think. Yeah, because they were heads in and backwards compatibility and all. They it was nonstop stuff from them. Yeah. Uh, Every, everybody looks strong. Nobody looks. Yeah. I mean, we don't have Konami still. Um, Capcom. We knew what Capcom was going to come out with, and we have a stronger Capcom than we have in years that I remember. So nobody's calling Crapcom like they used to. So <laughs> the industry's strong, you know. So we, we were supposed to get that uh, Mega Man Battle Network collection, but you, you saw that creator. He said that due to COVID, he said their whatever announcement they have for the Mega Man Battle Network anniversary was supposed to be this year, but they said it'll be next year. And they said, please anticipate. So yeah. the rumor was we're, we were supposed to get a collection. This would have been the summer of Game Boy Advance, but we missed out. It can still be the fall of Game Boy Advance. <laughs> all right, that's all our E3 news, right? We're going to go into games that's play. That's it. Sure. I'll start off a little bit because I know you guys are going to talk Ratchet and Clank. I did not get Ratchet and Clank until uh, Monday. Uh, my pre-order from March never shipped or actually shipped and was supposed to be early. Uh, then was supposed to be day of and then was supposed to be two weeks from now. And, and then I got it Monday. So fuck FedEx and... Uh, I have installed Ratchet and Clank, and I spent my time installing Ratchet and Clank, playing Ratchet and Clank 2016, which is still a damn good game. <laughs> and I was not, I was able to pick it right up and finish the level that I was on. So now I'm on to the next uh, piece that I'm after. Um, that game continues to be good. I didn't play a whole lot of it, 
Uh, friend of the show, CJ, was here uh, for about four hours one day. CJ from San Andreas? That's the very one. Yeah. It's him. He rode his bike over here. <laughs> and he's doing that all hell this shit. We're doing this shit again. That little, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> <because I'm laughs> oh, hell. Here we go again. Yeah. Um, no, but I was just showing him off the OLED. And uh, I, we played the very intro of Rift Apart. And we were looking at the different modes, like performance mode and the ray tracing 60 and that kind of stuff. Cause he had had mixed experiences with it on, on his 4k set. And he liked what he saw from the OLED. Um, we started gears five on the OLED and checked out the, like the series X enhancement with the, the zoomed out. Uh, what is it? Perspective, like the field of view. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, that game on series X and OLED is, Ooh, it looks good. I want another playthrough of that game. Um, uh, he made the same story choices we did, Cesar. So I was asking him, you know, where does he think this is going to go from there? I'm very intrigued you're with still, the gears. You're still yelled at me about letting you die. I'm like, bitch, I, I'm trying to choose a toy choice. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, save me. I'm like, what? I'm like, I, I, <laughs> I, because you're getting a different cutscene than me. I didn't yeah, know you were given the choice. I, I still go back. That was my game of the year, what, two years ago. Yeah, I had yeah, so much you're, fun. Because you're screaming at me. I'm like, dude, I haven't made a choice yet. Like, give me a second here. Like, Let me live. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I can't see what you're seeing. Oh, I mean, that that, that whole game was like, Richard was like, what's happening? I'm like seeing all these extra scenes because I'm playing <laughs> playing as a girl, and he's like, I was like, I'm just finding random things. I don't see what you're seeing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I need to play through this. I need to play through this Kate so I can see yeah. that side of it. Yeah. Uh, but that was it, and I played some Halo. So that that is the extent of mine. I will be deep diving into Ratchet and Clank uh, in this in this next week. I know you guys are pretty far into it. But I'll let y'all take over. We are almost to our hour and 48-minute bewitching hour. Mine's almost... Mine will be quick. Um, I, too, have a uh, shipping story that can match uh, Richard's work. Fuck FedEx. Uh, I ordered a um, a DualSense uh, controller in the red variety. The Rojo? Uh, from, the play, uh, from PlayStation themselves. And I followed it on the UPS app. And it was, I was supposed to get it Friday. And they delivered it to my local post office for delivery and then i just got a notification that the local post office has delivered it back to ups to deliver it to me tomorrow <laughs> so okay, i'm like i'm not sure where <laughs> i'm not sure where the ball got dropped but i, I was gonna it's like I'll, I'll wait till friday and i'll tell sony i'm like i don't know what happened to it so i i guess somebody ups screwed up and they're like they, they thought i was supposed to go to the post office to finish the job and post office is like yeah we're not getting any money from this so you got to go and finish the job that's so, like uh, that spider-man <laughs> meme where there's two spider-mans pointing at each other yeah. <laughs> I was I was looking at like what I, I can look at the ad the I looked at the app and it's funny because like it's been sitting my controller's been sitting in my local post office since Friday and I was like it, they just gave it back to UPS so they can give it back to me tomorrow that so I'm sucks. like <laughs> I was that like whatever because I, I thought it was gone I think so I was like wow someone's just stealing PlayStation stuff they just look at the SIE on there like up oh, mine yeah I um, see that, that skew I'm gonna take this shit <laughs> um I'll do Ratchet and Clink last since I know Brian's gonna have some stuff to talk about it yeah. Uh, my brain just died. I apologize. I had everything in there. That always happens. So I, the first thing I'll talk about, I'm going to be brief. I didn't spend too much time on the Stranger Paradise. Uh, like I said, I talked about it earlier. Um, I put maybe about five or six hours in the Final Fantasy VII Remake on PS5, exclusively on, uh, on the Yuffie DLC. And I, I told Richard in, in a text earlier this week, Yuffie's fucking awesome. I love her, man. She, she's great. She's, she's fucking adorable, man. She's going through, and she has that whole innocence in there where She's a go-getter, and it's like the same spirit she had in the original Final Fantasy VII game, and it's fleshed out a little bit more. So she's she's super excited. She shows up in Midgard. 
She's going to go meet with Avalanche. Uh, and her goal is to steal the ultimate material from Shinra. Uh, and it was their way to show that Wu Tai was back in the fight against Shinra. Right. Um, so kind of proving the proving the clan to everybody else. Yeah. So she comes in dressed up as a Moogle um, and it's very secluded. She's trying to be hidden, but hidden like a ninja. But she's like freaking out in the open because she's the only one wearing a Moogle uh, hood. So she she has a lot of that going on for her. It's like she's she's got this full innocent actor where she's she has a good gumption, but she's like she'll she tends to fuck stuff up because she she doesn't have the experience. She's still yeah. green. Were so, you able to jump straight into that part? Um, this well, this game's like a taste, so it's not a long game. I think uh, I'm at the very end of it. It's only two chapters. Uh, I think I've it's I'm at the very end finding the boss. Uh, it's, it took me about six hours. The only reason why it took me six hours is because I ended up doing the four Condor completely and got the Grandmaster title, and then I oh. started doing some of the VR stuff on there. Got that Ruma uh, summon. Uh, that was an extra two hours. So this game probably you can probably go through this whole thing about three hours probably. Um. <clears throat> She ends up meeting Avalanche, uh, but not the Avalanche we're used to. Uh, that one they call is a Splinter Cell because they are more extreme. Uh, she met the original Avalanche group, which is separate from them, um, which is a host oh. of new characters. So like they they're more. These about, are the real bio terrorists. These are the these are the real. This is what they call the real Avalanche. They're trying to stop Shinra, but at the cost of not endangering anybody's life in Midgar. Versus Barrett's uh, uh, Avalanche, where hey, if we blow shit up. And it's against Shinra. We're doing what we need to do. But, you know, if there's some casualties, it is what it is. That's how he's running his show. Uh, so that's where they, they got formed off as a splinter group. So Yuffie's going through there, and she's wondering if she should have joined the splinter group. Because they, uh, as Wutaians, are still upset about the war they have with Shinra. And they want to hit them back a little bit harder. So I, I, I'll leave that. Uh, that's kind of like the opening for the story. I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to go into any more details. He ends up, ends up. She ends up meeting a new character that we haven't experienced before, uh, called uh, Sunan, who's uh, trained under her father and Wu Tai, who has his own backstory, and he's kind of assisting her on this. And so he has the whole idea. They have this whole dynamic where she's like, "You have more experience with the the war against Shinra," so she calls she he calls her boss, but he's the one always telling her like, "All right." We got to like go around this quietly, and she fucks up and like sets off the monster. And he's like, "Oh dear God!" It's like driving him insane. But he keeps calling her boss and everything. He's like, "Well, follow your lead, boss." And but she's always doing stuff to like get him in trouble. So it's like that whole dynamic in there is pretty funny. But um, he's def- he says he's more experienced, but he's definitely not. But uh, I mean, definitely is more experienced, vice versa. So the the gameplay is very different in this one. So uh, her abilities is mostly um, elemental. So you have uh, the boomerang attack and you have shurikens uh, tied to two different buttons. Uh, you can tie different elements to them as you attack. So she plays more like a ninja. They expect you to jump in, attack, and then roll back and dodge. If you go into this game and play it on normal and just do spam the attack buttons, you're going to get your ass handed to you. You get destroyed. Uh. So like you can't just sit there and spam it. She doesn't take off much damage either. So they want you to play with a little bit more tactic and then you have to use all of her style elements you got to roll in there do attacks roll back because they're i mean this the game for me was like it was super fucking hard i was like i was just trying to play like i play with i with cloud and them and i was like i kept dying i'm like i don't get it i don't know what i was doing wrong it's like it's just the way i was playing so she she's not built like that she's definitely plays differently than the the main cast of characters so um I haven't gotten to the end. There's supposed, supposedly supposed to be another twist in the end, kind of like they did a twist in the main game, where they kind of change up the whole dynamic of the original game, uh, which is a pretty big twist, they said. 
and people were on Twitter were getting mad because they were sending screenshots and ruining it for people. Oh no! So I, I haven't got ruined yet, but I'll, I'll wait to see. But it's supposed to end up changing the whole way the the like this whole Final Fantasy VII is kind of like the like how Marvel has different multiverses with different possibilities. This one is definitely after the first game. This is kind of like on its own plane. Has a lot of the same things, but it has like a lot of their own different things going on. But it gotcha. still makes it interesting. So, but yeah, th- that's it for Final Fantasy VII. I'll probably finish it up later this week. Um, the one I'll start with is Ratchet and Clank. Uh, I, I, I like I told Richard before we did the stream. I finished it. I got the platinum. I did everything in the game. Uh, it took me Destroyed fourteen it. hours. Yeah, yeah. As soon like as soon as we're starting the Microsoft stream, I was finishing up the last trophy to get the platinum. So I think I beat I played that game all day Saturday and I beat it at like Sunday at like three in the morning or something like that. Jeez. Um it's it's that fucking good. Uh this one does not take place and I I know you probably saw this, uh Brandt, it does not take place after uh the the reboot, the reimagining, the Ratchet and Clank twenty sixteen. It takes place after the PS three game, which I think was what future. I don't think it did all for one. So as you start out the game, it goes through like this parade honoring Ratchet. And he's been out the game for and Clank. They've been out the game for I guess since the PS3 or whatever. How many mm-hmm. years? It's been a while, like a decade. They haven't done it for a while. The hero game. And so they go through the parade and they kind of recreate like their greatest hits. And I think it ended up on the Clock Tower one, which I think was the future game. I think that was the last thing they did. So this one takes place after the PS3 game, not after those the 26 re uh, reimagining. Um, gameplay wise, I mean it's, it plays out Ratchet and Clank. I mean, you get the weapon wheel. Uh, uh, you get the unique weapons with different abilities. Uh, collect bolts. You collect uh, rare titanium. Was it rare titanium? Rare titanium. To upgrade the weapons and max them out, and your weapons move, uh, level up and move up levels. Is that in every game? Um, I vaguely remember that. I think they tend to change the weapons up. Like they'll they'll keep certain ones on there. Like they, we didn't get the Mister Zircon on this one, but we had like the the glove Mr. of doom. Fun you haven't gotten that far in there. Uh, the Glove of Doom, which is like their their version of dogs, and that's my go-to one because usually I go to the one where I can spawn off a whole bunch of people NPCs yep. and just level that shit up. That way, when I get into a hard enough battle, I let those fuckers go, and they're like they're just attacking everybody as I'm attacking the the boss, and that all that that tactic still works. Um, you, you start out this game where uh, uh, was it Clank rebuilt the what's the name Dimensionator. of it? Dimensionator. Dimensionator. What, what game was that from? Was it the first game or the second game in the series? <laughs> I'm trying that, to remember. They, they went through this whole thing where Ratchet's dad was trying to protect the Dimensionator. Yeah. And they destroyed it for a reason. But then Clank's like, he rebuilt it so they can find the Lombaxes again. Mm-hmm. So it kicks off this whole multiverse thing, similar to like, uh, I think Sam Sam Mags wrote this. Uh, I like, she did a really great job with it. There yeah. was a lot of moving moments in there. The ending was great. It was fucking great. Uh, it is it is a Mar- she, she also wrote for Marvel Comics, too. It is very Marvel-esque, I put it that way. Because oh. you do have multiverses, you got different Lombaxes, you have different versions of Clank. Uh, so like it's like they have their counterpart for each dimension. So I'm not gonna go into too much detail because Brand's still playing. I don't know how far, how far it is. I know you're gonna play at some point. So yeah, it goes a soon. little bit. It goes a little bit more deeper into the the history of the Lombaxes and what they were doing. Uh, it gives you an idea of what they're going with next. Uh, as you you said earlier, you allude to when your game plays that there's different gameplay modes. Uh, one with ray tracing, one for performance with ray tracing, one for I mean uh, fidelity with ray tracing, there one for performance. Mm-hmm. I think I I primarily play mine with uh, fidelity with ray tracing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of moments in that game where different colors will pop off the screen very well. The ray tracing is done very well in this game. Uh, I didn't have any issues uh, locked in at 30 frames per second because uh, I do. 
prefer to play my action games at 60 frames. So I, I think it was jarring at first. After a while, I grew accustomed to it. And it was fine. Yeah. Um, uh, outside of that, I don't think I have anything else to mention. I mean, I, I, the whole dynamic where you, you go between two different characters kind of keeps it even so that you may have Ratchet on one planet. Um, and what's her name on the uh, Riven on the Riven. Uh, on another planet. So and they tend to let you play as Rivet more. Uh, and I can I do cool. say their their nefarious is more competent than our nefarious or righteous nefarious. So <laughs> across the rifts, uh, their emperor nefarious is way more competent than Doctor Nefarious. Let's put it that way. He actually took a you know you, he does he actually does things. Let's put it that actually way. was successful. Yeah. Basically, yeah. It, but that it, it, the story's done so well, like he was so successful, that's what causes failures. So I was like, it's it, it's done very fucking well. It's a good story. Uh, she's also doing the our, our our Dark Alliance game that comes out this month. So she wrote the story for that too. So Excellent. it's another one to watch for. Yeah, Game Pass Brant. Yep. Yes. yes. All right, Brant, finish it up. Take us home. Country roads. Let's go. <laughs> We're at one forty-eight now. We didn't make it. <laughs> Uh, my son and I played a little bit of the Astro City Mini. Uh, we played uh, we played some of the uh, just regular Golden Axe. Uh, played through that whole story. And then uh, I introduced him to uh, Virtua Fighter. He had never played oh. Virtua Fighter. And we had so much fun with Virtua Fighter. Awesome. And then when I told him, I was like, you know, they just came out with another one of these, and it, you know, is exclusive uh, to PlayStation right now. I was like, I've, I've got it. He's like, we're, we're going to have to play it sometime. So nice. Uh, we're definitely going to have to do that. Uh, other virtual than that, Fighter, man, the year of our Lord, twenty twenty one. We're talking oh, about fucking Virtual Fighter. I love Virtual Fighter. Uh, and then other than that, I've also been playing Ratchet and Clank. Um, I'm, I've been having a lot of fun with this game. I've uh, been playing it on performance uh, with ray tracing, so mm-hmm. 60 frames a second. So smooth. The ray tracing is awesome. All the reflections are so good. Um, the um, the the dual sense, the way it handles, How's uh, that all the the vibration is it, it's amazing. Um, Everything from the little sounds that come out of the controller to um, all the different haptic feedback, the way it's done, it's done really, really well in this game. Um, <laughs> the, Tell us about. Uh, I think I think you had a technical issue at one point, didn't you? I've had a. Few, I've actually had a couple. <laughs> uh, B B. It is a brand new game, and they did have a day one patch. Mm-hmm. Um. I haven't had anything too crazy happen, but I guess I got the true ending after playing for like uh, a couple minutes. You say uh, Dr. Nefarious was, was incompetent. He wasn't incompetent in my game. So <laughs> after playing like the first five or ten minutes or so when you're chasing after him after he's stolen the Dimensionator, um, the scene from the trailer where he says, we're going to a dimension where I never, never lose, and he sucks both you and him into this dimension and it's ratchet and clank flying through that big rift and you're flying past all these you know uh like it looks like shards of glass showing you all these different dimensions well i got to that part and i mean i was just (laughs) mind blown and i'm waiting for you know him to fall through the rift and ratchet just keeps 
going straight through <laughs> this space. And every now and then he just goes, oh, oh, <laughs> and he, he just keeps going farther and farther Magic and farther. Space. And I can like turn the camera and I can see the space where he's supposed to be. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's that's not supposed to happen. But I guess this Missy is the truth. Yeah, this must be the true ending. He just falls infinitely into space, and I guess Nefarious one wins, and yeah, game over, man. Didn't lose. <laughs> uh, but the scary part about that was uh, I tried to restart from checkpoint, and my screen went black. And uh, from there, I, I was able to get back out to the main menu, and uh, uh was not able to exit the game. It would not let me quit the game. So I said, all right, at this point, I'm just going to restart the PS PS five. So go to try and restart PS five. And it freezes on after I press restart and it just sits there. And, uh, yeah, I had to simulate power outage, unplug it, let it sit for a second, plug it back in, then turn it back on and, and rebuild database. Uh, and it, it turned back on and, um, I was like, as, as long as the, it turns back on and my, I can go back into, uh, the storage and see all my saved data and stuff. I'll, I'll worry about it later. Uh, cause I had to, uh, that was Saturday and we went and had an adventure with, with you, Richard and your family in the Ikea. We did. Oh we were in but, the uh, we were in the home the model home from twelve the model minutes. home from twelve minutes. <laughs> so, but uh, since then, I mean, I had uh, another breaking another game breaking glitch. This one it happened by accident completely. Um, there's these bugs that you can get on and like uh, ride, and they they go super fast. The slugs. Uh, yeah. Oh. And fast so slugs. So there's like these little nests that you can hit and they pop out. But I was standing next to one, not realizing there was already one out. I hit the nest. One is popping out of the nest. I see the one in front of me and the prompt comes up to ride it. And I go ahead and hit it. But as I do that, I see because you can scare these things if you do that too close to them and they jump up and just dive into the sand or into the ground rather than, you know, stay right there. So I saw rivet get onto the uh, little slug, go into the air and then go in the ground and then just boop air message popped up. Um, and I was able to restart the game and it was fine. Uh, and then I had one more, um, when I was, uh, doing this uh, segment where I had to like go up this this mountain area, and um, it teleported me um, after I finished the segment that I was doing. It, it had mm-hmm. like a small cutscene, and then all of a sudden I was under the ground. Oh shit! Yeah, and I couldn't, like, I could move, like, a little bit back and forth, but I couldn't <laughs> jump and get out of it. I was like, oh, no, what happened now? And then I all like of a sudden... When, I like when games break, but not right after I've done something. I'm like, no, 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 I hope but, you saved. 
there was a um, it's scripted in the story that like from that portion, a character opens up a rift and takes you through it. So okay. the rift still opened up and took me from underground to where I was supposed to be. Um, so it was it was fine. Right. It, it didn't like a- absolutely break the game completely. Um, but I was playing a little bit now and it seems to be uh, I think it said I was like 40 uh 46 percent complete i'm trying to go through and collect um a lot of the things as i go you're about halfway through then so yeah i'm i'm probably about halfway through in uh story wise to give you an idea ssr i'm um on this planet and i'm trying to get what is called phase quartz uh yeah that's that's the whole bit where you're jumping from space yeah you dimension yeah and that the whole the whole concept with this game where you're you're going through different dimensions and that um new mechanic where you can be in a big gunfight and you can look up and sometimes there are those um there are these like blue uh, almost like holes like there's this weird kind of oblong shape some would call that a, um, a rift and if you look at it, it, it will light up yellow, and you can uh, pull yourself to it and through it, and you know jump basically a long distance, and it uh-huh. you know adds this uh, this this great element of being able to you know an enemy's way over here, you're firing at them, and then get close enough to pull yourself through that rift, and now you're behind the enemy, nice. and you can you know change it up, get you know. Uh, get the advantage on them and it's it it adds a good a good bit and it's so flawless and it works yeah, it so like well good, sounds like a good element they added yeah Are uh, they incorporating that a bunch of the battles yes i mean there's there's plenty of places where you can pull yourself through these rifts they do um, it a, they do it a lot where you get into areas where there's a lot of enemies on screen coming at you at once it helps a lot yeah because so, then you're just it's kind of like the whole do mess thing where you're you're constantly moving because yeah. if you stay in one central location, you're going to get overwhelmed and pinned down, and it's, your life is going to go down. So That's a good uh, gameplay sequence to model yourself after that 2016 Doom Arena-style stuff, that movement. And they added some um, some armor to this, and you can like change the way Ratchet or Rivet looks by putting on these different armors. Uh, and basically you can find, um, by doing side quests or going through, you'll see like this big what looks like a big um almost like when you hit glass and it's spider webs you'll see like this purple kind of spider webby deal and it's know. a crack in the uh the f- fabric of of space it's also, time and you it's go also a good over, no doubt song as well spider webs spider webs leave a Ratchet's message walking in the spider webs mm-hmm. uh and you go over to it and you can pull yourself through it and it basically will take you to um most of them are kind of like a more like action platformy type of deal, and so it kind of breaks up your your gameplay from you know your typical Ratchet and Clank to where you can just run around um, and you know get up to get up to your goal and get you know whatever piece of armor or whatever is up there, and then you know get get down and leave. It adds um, this whole game is just it's it's so good. I'm uh I can't wait to continue playing it. Uh, and 
I think yeah, I think you'll you'll enjoy it a lot too. It was funny because uh, when was it Sunday? I was playing it and I saw, or it was later Saturday, because I saw uh, I was playing it and then it was dinner time and I was about to get off. I saw Cesar was playing it and then I saw <laughs> Richard playing Ratchet and Clank. 2016. 2016. I was yeah. like, oh man, he still hasn't gotten. It. He still That's hasn't gotten. It. CJ from San Andreas was playing on mine too, so. So. CJ was playing. I'll, yeah. Yeah. I saw CJ on there. I had a couple friends that I used to work with back in the old Best Buy days that were on there. So. Friend of the show, Andrew was uh, playing it this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It is the uh, premier PS5 title at the moment. Good ass game. It's yep. it's. People say it's the 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 game. To show off what your PS5 can do. But that's it. That was uh, was all games played. Wow. Man, we made it through E3 and games played in two hours. I'm proud of us. Two hours. It's usually like amazing. Uh, I think E3 in years past has been two shows. Yeah. But it's been a bigger convention too, so. Yeah. All right. Anything else we want to add before we get out of here? Nope. I think I'm good. Thank you all for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios.